In the beginning, there was darkness. A void waiting to be filled with the echoes of destiny. From the depths of time, legends emerged. Heroes forged in the fires of adversity, their stories etched in the fabric of eternity. Through the sands of ancient deserts, across the vast expanse of galaxies, and amidst the tumultuous waves of the ocean, their journeys began. But amidst the chaos, there arose a whisper, a call to action, a beacon of hope. Now, as the world holds its breath, a new tale unfolds, a story of courage, of triumph against all odds. Join us as we delve into the depths of imagination, as we embark on a journey beyond the realms of possibility. For in every tale lies a lesson, in every legend a truth waiting to be discovered. This is not just a podcast. This is an odyssey, a quest for knowledge, a quest for inspiration, a quest for the very essence of what it means to be human. Welcome, dear listeners, to a world of infinite possibilities. Welcome, dear listeners, to the True Life Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the True Life Podcast. I'm so stoked to get to talk to everybody today. We have an incredible guest, Natalie Goldberg. She's a nurse, a writer, a photographer, a psychedelic guide, contributing writer for the psychedelic support. She's As a nurse, she has familiar, familiarized herself with all types of bodies, illness, stemming from the bloated Western diet to pharmaceuticals to stress to PTSD. She's well-versed in the pediatric psychology, as well as the psychological devastations that happen to us in adulthood. As of recently, she has shifted her focus to writing about the benefits of cannabis and psychedelics, and has some recent publications in the esteemed journal, Psychedelic Support. Natalie, so stoked you're here today. How are you feeling? I'm pumped and nervous <laughs> as hell. <laughs> Good. That's a good thing. Like, it just means you're prepared to talk about it today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm uh, so I'm, I'm what I wanted to talk about. I yeah. thought about it all week uh, is self healing. Okay. Because it's positive and I'm on that level now. I just, yeah. Like, I, yes, I come from trauma, but it's just so negative to talk about. Well, that's all right. I mean, that, that's probably how you got good at self-healing is like you yeah. learn techniques to heal yourself. And then that is like the first stage of translating it to helping other people, right? Yeah, exactly. Like I, I have learned coping mechanisms just from psych because right. um, in nursing, in preceptor, my preceptor choice in nursing school was psych and everybody mm. else was like labor and delivery and um, stuff like that. So I've just always been into psych. And so uh, I've only been a nurse for 10 years before that. You know, I did all that stuff you said. Mm -hmm. So um, I finally realized that I've been running around um, just like, okay, I went to UF for photography, but I wanted to quit and do, um, well, originally I was going to do photojournalism. So I accidentally got into art, art, fine art. And I'm like, this is not what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. So everybody was doing critiques with naked photos and now that's not me. 
So I, I messed up there, but I saw the school of psychology and it was just so gorgeous. And I just, I was always so in love and my dad's like, no, Nathy, just finish what you started. And so I did. And so I have a photo degree that I'm paying for. <laughs> anyway, so, so psych's always been like my thing. And um, when I fast forward to last year, when I started my awakening, yeah. I guess, um, Sorry, I'm fidgety. <laughs> Not at all. It's perfect. I'm. I haven't ever uh, had an all live. I've been live that one time, but now I'm so nervous. I had no idea I was this nervous. But okay. So um. So yeah. When I got into um psychedelics, I'll just say right. that and started my yeah. awakening. Ram Das um was given to me, suggested to me, yeah. by friends. So I was like, okay. This is so cool because he started it as Richard Alpert. And so he was a psycho he was a clinical psychologist. So he was like, oh, in his story, he's like, I was like, oh yeah, I know everything. I know all about the psych stuff, but I didn't. And I'm like, I didn't, I don't. So, <laughs> so that was I was able to connect with him and his story that way because yeah. of psych. And so um now fast forward to to, to today that's just it's just absurd what's happened because i've kept pushing through all the yeah hard stuff but i'm sorry see i'm very adhd mm. so you have to stop me if you want this to go anywhere <laughs> no it, i want to know exactly what it is i mean like you've you've found your way into psychedelics but it sounds to me like you didn't quit anything i think that like being involved in photography and images and artwork is the steps you need to take for you before you got involved in psychology. And that was the step you needed to take before you could become the, the nurse that you are today. Like, those things are all connected. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're all beautiful and beneficial for the purple, for the people that you're helping. Ah, you're so nice. I I'm <laughs> so used to hiding behind the camera, the patient, the doctor. Right. Right. It's tricky <laughs> to be out in front, huh? Yeah. But it gives um, you a new perspective and love for the people. Now, now you're on the other side. So now you have a new way to look at it. It's, you know what the, yeah, it's okay. So uh, to classify me in terms yeah. to people who don't do psychedelics and we will go ahead and use matrix terms. I'm, 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 I'm the family scapegoat kind mm. of a thing. So I had to work through all those, all those shadows. All I'm still yeah. going, working through shadow work with my mother. That's the mm -hmm. tail end of it. They let, they, they waited for the cherry on top. Day, the <laughs> universe waited see woo woo talk yeah. just to clarify i'm i'm gonna go full-fledged talk woo woo because beautiful i'm just i'm tired of censorship because yeah i accept that my reputation is because like i was a nurse and i did everything right and i was a pediatric nurse before i was a psych psychiatric nurse for adults and then went to cannabis after that it was perfect right. um but like I have been for a year trying to get nursing jobs and they immediately say, no, thanks. And I know it's because mm. of my LinkedIn and I'm like, you know what? I'm just, okay. I'll just accept it that society's not ready for this. I know how it's healed me. So right. if I'm being thrusted out of healthcare, um, then I'll just talk how I want to talk because it's been rejection after rejection anyway. So, and in my last nursing job, it was just not it wasn't it was it was the it was such a bad situation that it was the the best story for me to end 
nursing for a while. Like I was bullied and all that. Yeah. So it's like I was driving an hour plus over like bridge waters and just because Florida's, you know, water. Sure. So I'm like, why am I doing this? And so, like, yeah. So um, that's when I came home and I um, left bad relationship, left apartment and just came home to mom and quit working. And I was like, I don't have money for a therapist. <laughs> um, so that's how I, I decided, well, uh, I've been researching this for years uh, as for fun. Yeah. Um, like at first it was just like, oh, I, I really like psychiatric diagnoses and I like schizophrenia and, and I would watch all those videos and stuff. Um, but everything had a reasoning for right. why this happened and that happened. So I just started to get bored with psych. And then all of a sudden I met somebody when I was all alone in Missouri, in the middle of nowhere, no friends or family, trying to make a new life out of myself. Like I have been every decade of my yeah. life. Yeah. So, um, cause of the trauma. So I was there and then I was like, I made friends online with a crazy guy. That was my, I, I was like, Oh my God, he's talking about aliens. And so <laughs> he talks about talking to aliens. And so I, um, I was judgy and opinionated and I couldn't get enough. I just kept listening to his stories. And so, um, uh, as I kept listening, I realized how therapeutic it was for him and he was just getting better every time I talked to him. Yeah. So then I was like, I got to do this someday. I got to do this someday. It never happened. That was in 2017. And then 2020, it was just ripe time, right? Yeah. <laughs> so um, they fell into my life. Um, and I was like, ah, here I go. I'm going to just see some cool stuff. And I did. I did see yeah, <laughs> some amazing stuff. <laughs> but um, I didn't know what I was in for. It was 2020. Now it's 2023. So it's three years and I'm able to accept so much that I couldn't, I could never have accepted in 2020. Um, I am completely changed. And that's what I want to kind of, what, what my message is, why I would talk about myself for so long is um, so that for people who might be ne classified neurotic as like me and nervous and just ADHD and all that, um, if, if you could see, that I actually like myself yeah. and that I'm okay with all these weird things about me. And I got here because of not just the psychedelics, but the therapy that I got from therapists, friends, messages from the universe. Yeah, <laughs> um, totally. So I say therapist friends first because I'm a nurse and, you know, everybody's got to be correct and all that. But in my heart, it's like, I journaled and found out that crap first, <laughs> like then talked about it with their, I journaled and I drew and I sang songs to myself that yeah. um, would come up out of nowhere. And I'm like, Oh my God, that's a mess. You know, just the lyrics. So you, you, you can psychi a, a psychiatrist would say that's because of this or that. But um, so I understand those concepts, but now they, they don't speak to me the way it does when you imagine that you could be, possibly talking to the high, the the consciousness that we yeah. all share like if you can just believe that's Agreed. what it is so uh i i'm starting to get all fuzzy with this heat it is 
toast day. <laughs> yeah, 90 degrees out there in Tampa. But you know what? Like, I'm so glad that you said that the way you did because I truly believe that the we all have the ability to begin becoming the best versions of ourselves. And sometimes we're so judgmental on like the path that we took or I know for me growing up, like I grew up in like a, I grew up as like truck driving royalty. I grew up on a truck yard and like, you know, a bunch of my cousins, you know, and, and uncles and aunts. Like I always said that we put the fun in dysfunction, you know, <laughs> we, we were just a crazy redneck sort of truck driving family, but also in that family, there's a whole host of genius, you know, that like yeah. I have uncles that never even graduated like high school, but became multimillionaires, you know, and it, it's, it's just fascinating to try and look at your family and then look at this weird plastic world that we're shown through media. Like, Oh, this is how it's supposed to be, but that's all bullshit. It's really like how your family is, how you were brought up and how everyone has their individual story about being brought up. Like that's a way better identifier of true reality than anything you see on TV. Instead of this plastic idea of how people should look, how people should seem, job you should have, money you should have, like that is all bullshit. Well, the yeah. yeah, go ahead. Well, that's what I feel. Like, I, I, well, okay, so I don't, I don't, um, okay, I've, I'm offensive because of what I feel and believe now. But this is, hear me out. Yeah. I grew up in a Latin family. Um, and how do I say all this live? <laughs> so <laughs> basically, there are cultural aspects to any, any culture. But these aspects are carried over ignorantly and need to be dismantled. <laughs> so basically... Like, just to be honest, I'm sitting here self-conscious about my fat arms and my, 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 you know, my stretch marks because of the, the shame that was brought on to me from Latin culture. If you look at um, Telemundo or Univision, if you watch the news or whatever, like, it is arousing to me. These women <laughs> wear, they wear, like, the tightest clothes and you know, it's just, it's always made me nervous. Like I, mm -hmm. I, I, I'm nervous of, I have all that shame still that I got to shadow mm. work that I got to work through with more meditation and more, you know, journal work. But, yeah. um, so that, that's what I don't like what I've learned with psychedelics, what I've been, I have so much, diff so many different insights now and perceptions Yeah. that when I sit like living at home with mom, I am respectful and I, still I still work around her routine which is horrible for me mm. because you know <laughs> um it's hard to watch novellas for dinner mm. but I will do it and I will depending on you know how far away I might have microdosed or whatever I can have fun <laughs> with it and stuff and a lot of time it's just ridiculous to me because it's just a lot of vanity and so yeah. that's why I'm like I don't like that part of the culture. I like the food. I like the religious stuff, but it's like the religious stuff gets used against everybody. And oh God, I had horrible nightmares having to get ready to go to Catholic church. Nothing even happened to me in Catholic church because it happened here before I got there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> so it's just like, okay, I'll wear the freaking stockings and whatever. So don't show this and don't show that and don't be too sexy and all that. So I, I I'm a, 
afraid of all those things still. So I'm working through that, but it's okay to talk about now because yeah. I mean, these are, these are aspects of everybody's insecurities and that's what, that's why people can't get together because they have all these insecurities. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I can know, I know, like, I know I'm larger than I need to be, but I also know I don't need to be with the guy who said you would look so great if you were just 30 pounds lighter. Like I don't need to be with that guy. Right. I didn't know that before. Much. I mean, psychedelics. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I'm supposed to say or can say. Sorry. Yeah. Whatever you want to. You know, it. I, I see this pattern developing, and I'm glad the way you laid out the idea of culture and cultural norms and all of this sort of stigmatization that happens. Because I see people on the forefront. You know, people on the fringes, and those are the people that bring to the surface the uncomfortable nature of the reality around us. And I think that that's what you're doing. And, you know, it may seem yeah. to you like, oh, man, like I, I, I'm, I might be a little neurotic and you have all these things. But the truth is, out of everybody in your culture, you're standing up and fighting for something to make things better. And I don't know if you like you should seriously take a little yeah. micro and think about that. Because that is exactly what the world needs. All, it needs people to stand they up. Are, they all hate me already, so it's fine. Like, I'm okay to do this. <laughs> They're like, what is she going to say about me? And I'm like, nothing. Like, I know yeah. psychiatry, psychology. Yeah. I know what happened to you, what happened to all of us. Right. It's just a virus of abuse and narcissism. Yeah. I mean, it happens in a lot of families. That's why I'm Most like, of I, them, probably. I, I, uh, yeah. We all have trauma from Absolutely. like coming out of a birth canal. Nobody, yeah, nobody ever here. thinks about that. <laughs> We're all we all have to overcome that at some point in view. Yeah. But some of us don't, you know, because of traumatic birth. So people don't. People might think that's woo woo. That's not woo woo. This is neurology. That the tra the trauma that's exposed to a child, even in pre birth, is very much has a lot to do with the neurology and makeup of when they come out of the womb, like when yeah. they're, when it's just, and that has a lot to do with how you create your amygdala and personality and emotions. And so trauma starts from the birth canal, <laughs> like at least. Yeah. So uh, anyway, um, so the, what were we talking about? Oh my God, what? I did not no. want this to happen. <laughs> no, it's all good. We were talking just about trauma in family. And you know, I want to add to that too, because, you know, there is something so beautiful about a birth. And I think it's the possibility that life could end at birth. Like my, know, my right? child died, like my child was stillborn. So they, my first son, Ocean was, was stillborn. And so, you know, I realized that the things that can happen, like a birth is a miracle because there's yeah. real death that can happen, whether the mother dies, the child dies, or part of you dies when something like that happens. And you're, it's no one talks about that particular trauma at birth. You're right. The way in which you were born kind of sets a tone for how you're going to live your life. But more than that, if you want to go all meta and take it to a fractal level, you know, you can look at your life being reborn whenever you decide. Like, it seems to me that you have spoken about a death and a rebirth every 10 years. Boom, I'm born into the world of art. You're born into the world of psychology. You're born into the world of nursing. And now, you know what I mean? And like, if you just begin to look at it like that, all of a sudden, these things that we think are traumas are giant success stories where we get reborn into the person we are today, right? Yeah, success stories. Like, yeah. Like, 
people are like, don't talk about your trauma because then you you act like a um uh whatchamacallit. Um oh my god, I'm blanking. Like a like a like a victim. You, you're a victim, yes. You victimize yourself. And I'm like, no, if I'm able to talk about it, I'm a survivor. <laughs> like that's how I see it. Yeah. And if I talk about my trauma. Uh, the type of kind it, that it was, which was nar narcissism trauma with like a lot of abuse, then other people who are so deathly afraid to talk like I am, this is horrifying for me. But mm. because of because of psychedelics, they're like, you got to talk. So I'm talking, but it's hard, you know, because I was told not to for my whole life. Mm. That's why I've written forever. So yeah. it's like, there's other people out there. So it's like, okay, I'll do it for them. Yeah. <laughs> if, I, if I can't be a nurse for a whole year and like spread my love that way. Yeah. I'll look like a fool for a bunch of people. <laughs> look like a hero. Look like someone you know? standing up having the courage to do it, right? Yeah. It's just, you have no idea this ridiculous stuff I've had to overcome as a child. Um, and I have to speak for myself because no one else is, you know, but I have siblings sure. and, um, and, and so I've, the change that happened in me a year ago has initiated and ignited a change in my sister. And yeah. so, um, she's, I'm, I'm happy to say all that because it's like, we now understand our abuse, not just from the horrible relationships that that's all we focused on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> It, we were, were able to go to the beginning and it's like, okay, and now we're like this instead of like yeah. this. We were, we were yeah. defensive and acting like our parents and their siblings. And it was like, this is stupid. We're smarter than this. And so now we have a whole new relationship and life together as friends because we're exploring ourselves through like I have a drawing hanging on my hanging up in my room that I did when I was having an experience one night and she didn't tell me that she also chose to have some of her own experience that night. And then what she told me she saw, I showed her my drawing and she's like, that's what I saw. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, so that that's amazing. You know, that's the stuff of like, I believe, I believe we're all collectively connected. And, um, I love her. <laughs> yeah. Move on. <laughs> anyway, Would, we we just overcame a lot, and yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's it's you know, and here's like the crazy part about it, like you would have never overcame that had you not shared that trauma together. Like, and if you you know, that's what I mean. Like, all of a sudden, and maybe it's our age. Maybe like I'm getting, I'm almost fifty, and so when I start thinking about having the ability to look back on my life and having psychedelics, like psychedelics gives you this rare ability to not only see yourself as a third person, but yes. you know, it, it, it does allow you to see this tragedy as like, holy shit, man, I'm, yeah. this thing is, this thing is a gift. I would never be where I am if I didn't have that tragedy. You know? Yeah. We should just talk about the stuff that we've seen. Like you want to like, yeah, just, let's do it. I love it. <laughs> you know how like they're, they're like, don't look in the mirror. Mm -hmm. Okay. I looked in the mirror hard and for a long time with my eyes glued to my eyes and yeah. I saw my whole like lineage of yeah ancestors. i've done that before i've totally done that exact same thing it is so crazy i'm like Ooh. i've never seen these people in my life she's a short little woman and she's a yep. short little woman it's like, yeah. and then like my grandmother did the dna before she died um and her the dna thingy and she's like 30 percent indigenous south american 
Whoa. So I'm, I'm, I gotta do mine. I was like, I'm not going to do it. Cause that's, you know, <laughs> I was scared of matrix stuff. So right. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And it's, I don't yeah. know when I would blow, but anyway, so yeah, I can have, I, but then like when people have had experiences with me, they, diff, people that don't know each other have said that they see me in this crazy, just beautiful, I don't know, like, I don't know. It's, I, I love being in that state of mind because you realize everyone, when, when we lift off from the BS of, of this reality, yeah we all shit the same. We all cry the same. Like we're, yeah. our hearts pump and fire off the same. And yeah. then, and so it's like when we're up at that level, we don't have genders. We don't have bodies. These are just vehicles. Like they don't matter. Yeah. So it's just love, love, love. And you need, you need that, especially if you didn't get it a lot when you were little. Yeah. Um. So like just, just to clarify for people who might be like, I love Karen, what is she talking about? <laughs> I, when I, I was, I was neglected to, to a degree that, you know, unfortunately the third child born, mm. I was the baby. So, um, but then like at seven years old, I wasn't the baby anymore. Like my brother had started his family. So it's like, mm. okay. So mom and dad were all about the major, the, the son of the family, my, my, my oldest brother, my brother, my sister and me. So I understand, I, like, I I know I've let these things go um, about like, I was like, oh, they love Jimmy more, but it, <laughs> it, it was their, their stupid culture. My dad's narcissism, my mom's, you know, whatever. My dad died nine years ago, so it's mm. okay to talk, like kind of, he can't speak for himself, but everybody kind of knows that I'm not lying. But um, that's why they didn't want me to talk much. But we survived his yeah. his his craziness and i love him so much yeah. because i let go of that and i was able to get down to remember his childhood and what happened what he he had he he was a tbi patient mm. like I'm, re I'm realizing 9 years after his death that as a nurse i i know what a t what tbi patients go through and i'm i'm like wait a minute dad's head was like busted three times like oh yeah. my god like <laughs> Yeah. I, so I'm starting to give him a lot of leeway now. Like, oh, I understand. Okay, I get it now because he was fond of me towards the end. He was very fond of me. He died of lung cancer, so smoked, you know, his um, light away. So mm. I, life away. I don't know what I'm saying. Sorry, I was looking at lighter. Anyway, <laughs> it's interesting. So anyway. Sometimes the relationships with our loved ones become much better after they die. I know that sounds like a sad thing to say, but in a way I wanted he to see a positive life. Yeah, like me. they never really leave and your relationships get better because you yeah. can finally begin to understand like what happened. He's so proud of me because yeah. this whole, the ancestral lineage thing that I had to fight through mm -hmm. was the narcissistic man and the beat up woman. And it's like, that was the whole thing for that's a tough, forever. That's, right. that's what I was told during an experience yeah people say people are like what are you talking about who told you this i'm like just go <laughs> just with it. universe the universe just leave me alone so yeah. okay i'll just go with it so that's what i was told i was like wait what like and i start journaling and it's like everyone in your family <laughs> and so i was like oh my god so yeah and i i saw like my my grandmother was abused my mom so uh that is why i have this failure of a life 
because I'm not I'm not married. I'm poor and warm. <laughs> I don't have children. I couldn't have children because of all. It's just a tragic story. Like I just couldn't make children. So like just a lot of surgeries and things because of the trauma. So that's another thing. I'm a nurse and I understand inflammation right. and hormonal like exhaustion. So I got I I was only in psych pediatric psych for a while because it was it, it just uh, you know it just really killed me. It was it was five years, <laughs> but um, I towards the end I got into outpatient uh-huh. and I was so happy with that job. It was the best job ever because I was like, how's school going to like (laughs) autistic teens? And when I would meet the autistic teen girls, I was like, oh my God, like we're best friends. Like, this is crazy. Like I understand them. And so I, I, I realized, yeah, I was totally, I didn't get the ADHD help and the, I like my, I was below average and all of my SAT scores as a child. And, you know, and then some, and um, so I, but then in college, I got like 4.0. It's just, see, you could see I was t- ignored. So I understand now, and there's not a lot of ha- anger. I just want to, yeah. to be known for other parents. Like, I just want to say before all this is over, I don't know how much we have time for, yeah. but uh, please, parents, don't have your children raise your other children. <laughs> please. <laughs> that helps tremendously if you're like, I need to be the parent in every one of the children's. So anyway. Yeah. No, it makes sense. And I, you know, I I see another pattern. First off, it blows my mind. Like I have totally had that experience where I looked in the mirror and I just saw back as far as my lineage as possible. I remember just staring and I'm, you know, three in the morning, you're staring at the bathroom mirror, just like, who are all these people? That's so crazy. Like that's me. That's me from, that's me from the future. That's so crazy. I forgot that's what we were talking about. Okay, so thank you. Um, yeah. I've seen, so I have a theme that, okay. oh, I don't want to say it because somebody could steal it and then make it. But <laughs> you know, so, I know you think your stuff is so great when you're coming it is, out of it. It is, it is awesome. <laughs> this idea is amazing. But no, I there is a theme of imagery and it's, okay, it's birds, but it's not like, it's not, regular birds like what we see here mm-hmm. they're like big bird big bird like car- like, like not car- dinosaurs they're- yeah they're there there's it's just beak ruled it's just always a beak that ends up in my imagery i'm like oh my god there mm-hmm. it is a beak and and so you know people who aren't really connected they're like oh you just want to release yourself and be free but i'm like no it's not that it's it's I think I am a bird. Like, I think we're all birds. I think so you get to this. But anyway, I have this, uh, this, they always visit me. They're smiling, you know, and um, it's just love. Like, they're just like my little, tro- they're not trolls, but because I do see gnomes a lot. I see so much. I've seen, yeah. um, I've seen galaxies from a distance. I've seen nebulas all the time. But I have a goddess. She's purple, and a lot of people see blue and purple people. But my my goddess is um, her name's Sandra. <laughs> like, <laughs> so <clears throat> I wrote a story about her because nice. it was it's just she she comes up her face comes up so often, even like depending on the dosage. 
if I'm out here in the lanai, the screen, yeah. the, the, the screen that keeps mosquitoes out. Um, yeah. It's like it turns into a t television screen of another dimension and it's her. And I'm like, there you are. And I'm like in love with her. And I don't know. I, I don't know if it's people are like, that's you in another dimension. I'm like, okay, maybe. Yeah. Like, I, so it's just, you can't explain, <coughs> excuse me. I was, it's not, it's a, it's a phlegmy cough from the coffee, but, uh, but you can't explain for somebody who never really understood real love in life because mm. my love was all about fear. Mm. Like, Oh my God, I'm going to get hit or I'm going to, you know, whatever. Cause of my dad, um, or just, I don't want mom to know and devastate her. Just like, just fear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, when you realize I don't, in all of my past relationships, I didn't love them. Correct. I wasn't in love. I wasn't, I, cause what this is, this is love. <laughs> like yeah. this is, so I felt, I've, I've felt love at such a, such a crazy level that I, I'm almost worried that I, could you find that love in a human? Mm. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Can you, you think you can? I've never then I don't know. I've, I, cause I had a short marriage and mm -hmm. it was like, I was 29 and I had a panic attack when he asked me, I've, I've just never been ready. Like, yeah. but, but now, um, like it was, it only lasted three or four years, but, uh, but, and then all the relationships after that were very, very traumatic because of abuse that I allowed. And so that's why yeah. I was like, I'm done. I, let me just go ahead and try psychedelics. And then, oh my God, you know, that's where it all started in 20, in March of 2022, mm -hmm. when this dedicated version, because I had my first dose in okay. 2020. So, but the first dose in 2020 is the most visualistic. Okay. I've never had visuals at that. Of that course level. I haven't. Yeah. Okay. So I do mushrooms. Okay. okay. So I've, 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 I always stay between three, five and five. Okay. Um, but then if I want a lot of like therapy to draw, I'll say it too. Okay. And if I, if I want a micro, it's like 0.1 or something. But, okay. um, cause one, just doing one gram is like a waste for me. I'm like, I, I feel it, but I'm not anyway. It's neither therapeutic, but it's not yeah. micro either. Right. Yeah. I'm yeah. yeah. And so you get to a point where you're like, Oh, if I'm feeling this, I kind of want to see the gods. Mm, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I've been able to sit here and see absolutely every god that you know, like the Hindu gods. Mm -hmm. Um, when I saw the L, the 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 one Ganesh. with the yes, oh my god, <laughs> I was it was it was coming out of a cloud and it just kept. It was so happy to see me. I, I've seen people, like human type people, applauding yeah. me. Yeah, That's um, so because awesome. that was like after a major tower moment. I do terrible. Right. So like an <laughs> explosion in my life. That's what this whole year was. Was I would get I would get a thought, and I'm like, wait a minute, is this true? And so I would ask the family, or or just, and then it would be true. And I'm like, how? how can I explain this? And I'm getting messages from the universe yeah. that I didn't know. And then at the same time, um, you could also say, like, if you're a psychiatrist, you could say you knew all along, you just, you denied it to yourself. So those things were tower moments after tower moments. So I'm like, Oh my God, Oh my God. To the point where I was like, mom, 
just tell me the truth. And she's like inside. I'm like, you, you didn't want to have me. And she's like, and her face was so devastating. I can remember I was, I was, I was having an experience, but I could remember she looked devastated. And so I thought I've caught her in that state of mind. Mm -hmm. You're like, she's going to tell me she hates me. She's going to tell me she never wanted me. And I said, did you not want me? And so she's like, she just said, we'll talk about this later. And I just fell to the floor so dramatically crying. <laughs> but when she went, fell down to hold me, mm -hmm. when we embraced, I saw nothing but fairies just coming out of our heads. It was the most <laughs> beautiful thing ever. <laughs> they looked like Tinkerbell, but naked. Right. And I was like, I... Like I looked up and I could see them just coming out. Pew, pew, pew. So it was, I'm sorry, my arm, I should have not exposed my arms. Anyway, so yeah, I was like, this is amazing because whether she didn't want me or not, uh, I know there's love. Yeah, exactly. And then after a while, you're like, oh my God, like my dad was beating everybody up. Of course, she didn't want to have a third child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you put things into perspective. Right. And you, stop, you stop being angry. So. That is so hard. Like, first off, congratulations. Like, that is a level of self-discovery that most people are unaware or unable to achieve. And it's not easy. Like, like some people would go, they some people can get to the, oh my God, they didn't want to have me. But then yeah. they stop there and they it hold stops. that anger forever. God That's damn it. My I whole can't world. believe these people. But yeah, yeah my exactly. dad was abusive. Of course she didn't want it's not that she didn't love you. But you know, how how would you know think. that? Yeah. She was terrified. Like my dad, he looked like, have you watched The Sopranos? I have, yes. He looked like Big Pussy in <laughs> real life. The curly hair and everything. Yeah. And he would be like, Natalie, don't give me that face. So it's like, I couldn't even speak. If I just made a face, I would get beat. So it's yeah. like, oh my God. So I have like issues with food because I can't, I, I thought it was just like an ADHD issue. It is, but. Um, I have to like graze throughout the day because I can't sit at a, I can't sit down and just eat because I have issues from my yeah. dad force feeding me and making yeah. me have issues with eating. So it's like, oh, I learned this from mushrooms. So the whole, like, I was like, all your issues are from your childhood. <laughs> yeah. How can they not be? <clears throat> and then all of the issues you have in your relationships are because you ignored your issues from your childhood mm. and you're making your, your, your spouse or your partner. I am so sorry. Not, <laughs> not at all. There's a helicopter. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you make your partner responsible for the issues that are not cleared up from your childhood. Yeah. Go away <laughs> on mushrooms. When you look up and you see a plane, mm -hmm. Oh my God. Have you done that? I haven't, no. It looks like, um, like if I'm looking at a motherboard, you know, like a diode, like right. a bus. It looks yeah. like, a, like a bus with the, the little hinges coming out. And I was like, I knew it was a plane, but I was like, why are they showing it to me like this? Mm. Like, a, like a bus strip with the hinges. So it was so, I see, and then I see it like that all the time. And then in the moon, I always see a lotus plant. Or another moon, or yeah. um, faces of people that are special to me. It's like universe will be like, hang on to this person because they're special, and then they were right. They're always right. Okay, so that brings up. I have a question for you. Then, so it seems to me 
that like on high doses of psychedelics, we're able to see the world around us through completely different imagery, whether it's a goddess, whether it's a bird, whether it's a motherboard or whether it's <laughs> Dinesh, you know, like we see, we see these beings and other things, but we also get to see the relationships in our actual lives in a total different way. Yeah. You know Those so are connected, right? I, okay. We can go back. We can go away from the woo-woo talk. But oh whatever, my yeah. gosh. <laughs> Maybe I should shut up. No. That's probably a sign. Yes. No, that's a sign it's that you're doing the away. right thing. Yeah, right? It's like because the trauma. To, it's gone. I need to stop talking about the woo-woo stuff. <laughs> See, it's right. Okay, universe. Go. Okay. So on a serious note, the therapy that you get, so it'll go like this. Like people don't explain things very well mm -hmm. on these videos. Ugh. Okay. So say you have a dose and you're with a friend or whatever, and then you'll have six hours with like mushrooms, sorry, right. psilocybin mushrooms, six to seven hours ahead of you to have the experience. But when you go to bed that night, it, there's a lot of synergy happening neurologically, regeneration, yeah. and you're changing as it works through you. And you wake up and you're like, I am so happy right now. Yeah. And you, if, you're, if you have a lot of trauma in life, you haven't felt that in a long time and it's very it can be really harsh on you to realize how much happiness you've been losing in life because yeah. you you think about your trauma all the time or you stay in your trauma you know yep. so um you're like gosh this happiness is so amazing and 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 then the second so you go through the day and you're like i i don't know why i cared about the neighbor or I don't know why I cared about this type of music. Mm. It actually sounds great. And the food that you eat is like, you're like, Oh, you know, this tastes, this apple tastes amazing. And then you're like, Oh my God, pizza is too salty. So that happens through the week. And then by like two weeks later, you're like, you know, yelling at the car in front of you. And you're saying all these, <laughs> you're saying F this and F that. And you're like, I, I have not felt this anger in a long time, in like two weeks. <laughs> you start putting two and two together. <laughs> so yeah. you're like, okay, I got to feel this out. How often am I going to do it? And so right. that's why I believe in research because I don't want to, I don't want to add, okay, I should have said this in the beginning. I sh I'm not advocating for people to do this at home, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> right. I'm not advocating for any illegal activity, but I'm really into research so that at least it could get to people like my mom because she yeah. like she's seen me eat mushrooms but she still is a ter she's terrified especially well because she sees how i change <laughs> but, yeah <laughs> i i'm uh, i'm I, I don't know how i act i can't because i don't film myself but i've seen my sister's reaction when she's not and she's like it's, it's okay you, you can go back like, i'm like oh my god yeah. i'm a child <laughs> So that's why you have to be um, wary of how much you do and with who you do yeah. with, because if you kind of, if you're with friends and you kind of don't like your friend's girlfriend or boyfriend and you're like, they just, you know, they're kind of annoying yeah. and you do it with them, yeah, you're going to be like, oh my God, they're the devil. I need to tell mm. my friend. I'm going to tell my friend right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not good. No. So, Anyway, anyway, go, 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 go. 
Shut me yeah. up, please. Shut me up. No, it's it's all beautiful. And I think it makes so much sense. And I think it speaks volumes of not only how much you care about people, but how much the sacrifices you've been through have changed who you are. And like, you know, so this is a this is another avenue too. When we look at the world of psychedelics, whether you want to look at some of the rituals or some of the rites of passage that have been used for centuries, it seems that throughout history, the people that have practiced using psychedelics were always the, you know, when you went to someone to learn about psychedelics, they had taken the medicine themselves. So they kind of knew what was going to happen the same way you have taken the medicine and you kind of understand what your mom would go through or what your sister would go through. But in today's world of medicine, people go to the doctors and they get like Suboxone if they're a heroin addict, but the doctor's never taken Suboxone. So many right. doctors and so much of the medical system today is based on ideas that they learned from a textbook that was funded by a pharmaceutical company or was funded by research that was paid for. You know, so it may not be the best research. And if you know you just start going down the wrong path a little bit in in 20 years, you're way off course. And it's so interesting to think about you can just take this psychedelic. For me, when I take them, I don't want to be around anybody, man. I'm gonna be naked, like laying down, making crazy noises and you know. I know. <laughs> That's why I like I a lot of people want to do them with me. Um, and I appreciate that, yeah. but it's just so personal yeah, to me. Yeah. It, like I cry snot. Yeah. Cry. Yep. Yep. I yeah. laugh at the weirdest things that I know would be weird. Cause, cause you start getting weary of your neighbors listening and watching. Yeah. So, like, so I, I can't, but I would, I would love to be like in the middle of the woods by, by myself in a cabin yeah. and just do it where I don't have to worry about noises and neighbors and I can just be like, hi, tree. I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. Because I, when I walk patches, my dog, I love her. She's inside mm -hmm. sleeping because she's really old, but um, I walk her. I'll stop at this tree that I know has feelings for me. Like I, yeah. <laughs> I had, a, I, there was a time where I saw this tree marrying me. It wanted to marry me because I walk around it all the time. And so I saw myself, and the tree was like a cartoon tree. Anyway, so I go up to it and I always touch it. And it's just, I, I do it quickly because I don't want drivers to be like, what is she doing? <laughs> so, but, tree, but trees never get touched. They're, yeah. they're so alive and they get so ignored. And we just like lean on them and kick them and put our cars <laughs> on the roots and just the roots. Like we're just like putting cars on like they're just they they just exist and they love us just simply for us and they're yeah. just sitting there doing nothing and so i i don't know i i have to be outside a lot that's something that changed i don't yeah. know what i'm going to do because if i live somewhere cold i want to get out of here I'm really like <laughs> i'm like if i go somewhere cold i can't be outside all the time like this but maybe like, you have a, maybe you have a place that's cold with like a beautiful view of a window where you could sit in like a, your chair and like look out there. You know what I mean? Artificial <laughs> air and or in air and lights and toner. There's always toner mm. in an office. <laughs> like you just smell technology. I just love being outside. <laughs> you know what? I trip out that you said toner because like look <laughs> at look at the uh, the world of like Xerox or toner. Like it's it's based on an addiction model. Like they'll give you the machine, but then you got to buy from the dealer all the toner once a week. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like it's like a it's it's the it's same the model as addiction. <laughs> it is. It was toner in the movie Matrix when he's on the floor crawling around everywhere. You know, it's the smell of. So mm. I, 
probably won't go back to an office now. <laughs> Nobody's gonna give me a job in an office. But anyway, um, you'd be great. You'd be great at like a like a psychedelic confrontation center or like I, I'm trying to use not use the word retreat but you know what I mean like it, it seems to me like a place like that would be perfect for you you know because you do have a fundamental understanding of what it's like to heal like you've been through you know I I met a I met a girl well she her kid goes to school with my child and I was abused as a kid and I when I was talking to this to this woman beautiful woman very nice family and she had said some things to me that that all of a sudden they resonated to me. And anybody who's gone through a trauma can recognize that trauma in somebody else. And so she was telling me how she hated part of her family. And I was like, oh, yeah, I, I've, I've been through some things like that. What? Why is it that you've hated your family? And she started to dance around the subject of, you know, being, you know, treated wrong sexually. But I could I could identify with it because it happened to me. So I was like, oh, shoot, I see what happened here. And so in a, in a, you know, a couple of months had gone by and her and I were having a conversation outside of one of the classrooms. And I says, you know, isn't it interesting? And she goes, what? Isn't it interesting that th the things that happen to us as kids, like we see them as traumas, but other kids, they pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to go to school to learn about that thing, but they will never, ever have the experience that you or I had, you know? And then she realized like, I'm talking, like we were both abused. Some people go to school to be counselors, but it happened to us for free. We don't have to pay any yeah. money for it. We're better at helping people, you know? So I just paid an arm and a leg to renew my nursing license. And it's like, why am I paying? I'm getting my fingerprints done. Like, it's just, it's like, it's just kind of demeaning when you're already, you've already wiped a lot of butts and you've helped a lot of people <laughs> through deaths. And like, you're just like, why do I got to get fingerprints anyway? So, Cause you gotta be, but currently you have to have a foot in both worlds right now. Right? I know but, why I gotta do it legally, but no, I'm just like right. we demonize the people who have the biggest hearts I in know. this society. I know, and the Where's biggest hearts, yeah. biggest hearts have overcome such major trauma. So you can identify it in people. I can identify it too, especially with people that have ADHD, PTSD, CPTSD, all the D's. Yeah, I can see it. And I'm like. I know how to talk to them. I know how to bring in their focus and let them feel loved and listened to. So mm -hmm. that's just what lacked in their life as a child. It's, it's just every human I meet, I see the child in them now. Yeah. And I want to heal. Um, I want to heal, but I have learned about boundaries and making sure my energy is taken care of first before I I, I've, I used to give my everything to everybody, mm -hmm. you know, I just, here, take it all, you know, <laughs> I'm, all, all of my stuff. So that's why I'm broke and, you know, have no family and children, blah, 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 all this stuff, because I just kept giving to everybody. And um, I don't know. So I guess that's why I'm in this state of yeah. uh, well, th situation. <laughs> Sorry. Well, yeah, I, I think that it's, no, I think that that is something that, Ultimately, you know, I think there's some things in us that can never be learned. They can only be developed inside of us. And maybe I, I think that what you're going through, you're not alone in that. Like I see so many people, and I talk to so many people on this podcast that 
you would think are just on top of the world and doing like they're crushing. But the truth is they're in the exact same state as you or me, regardless of what they have. Like they feel like they've given everything to this dream, to this belief, to this idea that they want to create into the world. And sometimes when it seems like you you're on the death's door or when you're like, God damn, I'm the biggest failure ever. You know, when you, whenever you think like that, the truth is you're probably like one yard from the goal line because you know what it's like to give every ounce of your soul to something you believe in. And what kind of a person can do that? Like that's not a weak person that can do that. That is somebody who believes wholeheartedly in what they're doing. That's someone who believes with every ounce of passion they have, they can make it happen. And those are the people that can make it happen. Yeah. But you know, I feel bad because like, I don't have a lot to lose. Like I don't have children to take care of. I don't have a husband to make happy. So I, it was prime for me to bust through these crazy, icky, weird, yeah. to just see what's on the other side. Like I didn't mm -hmm. marry a guy who beat me up and have yeah. children with him and then make my children raise the other children in my family. Like I didn't do that. I stopped Congratulations. It. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, and so I'm like, okay, so let, where do I, where do I go now? Like, and it's weird because when I, I, I did my first trip, I journaled mm -hmm. and they were all like, they wrote, we gave you 40 years of, I was like 38 at the 37, 38 at the time. Yeah. They're like, we gave you 40 years of suffering. Now you must resolve it. And I was like tripped out by that. I was like, I'm not going to tell anyone about this. And then it's all, it happened. Yeah. Because I'm, because I'm, you know, around that age now. And so like. <laughs> Yeah. Everything is getting better, even though I look crazy or to, to people. I'm so in control of my fear. Like, if I cry, I'll cry, but I'm not yeah. going to be like holding it in and getting, you know, diarrhea from it. Like, we don't need to have <laughs> totally. that anymore. Like, we don't. That's another thing. Like, I'm a nurse and I. There's so much Crohn's disease and, and all the bleeding things from our GI tract because everybody's just so afraid to talk and to set boundaries and yeah. and not and not in the way that you see in the airplane videos where people are going crazy. I mean like boundaries from in your home. Like if you mm -hmm. if you can't stand your spouse, don't take it out at work. If you can't stand work, don't take it out on your spouse. You have to identify why you want to control that person. Then you're like, okay, maybe I'm too controlling. And then you're like, why am I controlling? Because my dad and mom were, you know, it's just like, yeah, this goes that way. And it can get, for, for me, it's like, oh, I spot it. So I just move on. So now I'm at the, they're all like tarot and everything is just all the meditation is saying, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta get out of this hermit mode. I've been in a hermit mode for 16 months now. So, so yeah. Not anymore. Not anymore. Not, oh my god! Oh my gosh! Everybody's seeing me. Oh my god! Yeah, I right. know. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> it's like our friend Adam says. We're talking to millions of people right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> international internet. Yeah, there's international TV. Mm -hmm. So okay, so think about it from this angle. I, I, I think that there's something to be said about this time. And people beginning to break generational trauma. This is the first time in my life. You know, I've, I've only recently come to this idea. And I know it's been around for a long time. But this idea of generational trauma. And like when I look back on my life and I'm like, oh, my dad did that. My mom did that. They were this abusive relationship. And then I look at my life and I'm like, you know, wow. I, 
and I'm bestowed with the gift of breaking that trauma that's been generational. Like I am doing some things that my parents never did. I'm breaking the cycle. You are incredibly breaking the cycle. And like, I think that that's where so much of the neurosis and the questioning comes from and the trauma and the, oh my God, is this right? It's like, you're doing yeah. it for the first time and you're, but you're doing yeah. it for your family. Like think I'm about so that. Like you, yeah. And hey, well, how else could it be? Like you are I the have, one in your family that has to break it. Like for some reason knows, you were chosen. Nobody knows why I blocked it. I blocked everybody. I walked away from everyone because their opinions mattered so much. And yes. I, didn't want, I didn't care anymore. I was like, I'm going to spend the rest of my life making these people happy. They make fun of me doing tarot. They make fun of me like talking. They make fun of the way I talk. They can't listen to me without laughing. Like, I don't know what it is about me. People are always smiling when I'm talking to them. So yeah. I'm like, okay, fine. People are just like, <laughs> so they. I've never been taken seriously. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to find people who want to be with me, who want to like, talk to me and I I have met the most oh my god I've fallen in love with my friends and I've yeah. never <laughs> so here's, awesome. here's the thing okay like, when you're in in when you come when you come out of a like daddy issues even mm -hmm. though I had mom and dad issues I didn't know but I was like classified as girl with daddy issues you <laughs> you you could be so like oh my god he likes he likes me I'm just gonna date this mm -hmm. guy and so you just start formulating reasons why this person makes sense because they like mm. you because you didn't get this you didn't get dad daddy's love like you didn't yeah. um and so learning that that was one of the first lessons wow so then i i was like cool cool but the more i did uh more psychedelics i i had way bigger lessons so mm -hmm. the, like in the beginning of 22 or when i started in march uh to april was when i realized why do I want a guy? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, it's a great why? question. Yeah, because um, I all these relationships, it was just filling the void of all the attention I didn't get from mom and dad. So, so then you're like, once you start doing all the things with yourself that you would want to do with a guy, then you're like, I was, what did I want these guys for? <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't create with them. I didn't. Right. We didn't have adventures together. It was just uh, trauma bonding. It's like I'm scared of the world. Me too. Let's stay mm -hmm. inside and huddle together. Mm -hmm. And it's like I could have. I there's all the there, there's like that guy. He's so cute, fun guy, something on Instagram, and he forages and he just teaches the world about all the mushrooms. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to be with him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the no, guy's no. doing awesome stuff. Like, why wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, right. Educating the world, like helping everybody. And just doing it just in a penetrating way where it's like not like one-to-one -one patient care. Yeah. So it's like I want I, mean, I just I didn't mean to say penetrating, I meant to say infiltrating. <laughs> like to <laughs> it gener just goes through like water in the public where the message is that you can hone in and uh, hone it, you can grab your anxiety mm -hmm. and you can be powerful with it. Yeah. Yeah. And not think about your history so much and then be in the moment. I love being in this moment outside all the time. Like let's show you my all those oh, I yeah. have a garden, a garden out there that I never did that before. Yeah. I was always just like watching my boyfriend play video games or just like asking them about their life, like and telling my friends about my boyfriend's life. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like so now I'm I'm 
I'm okay. I'm like, okay, now if I like a guy, it's because of who he is. Right. Um, and I never got with anyone on the internet. I was always just, it was like a friend or a guy right. from work or whatever until, until Tinder in Miami. So I got divorced and that's when my whole life went. <laughs> but I went through it. I went through it. And then I, that's where, I, anyway. So yeah, like, that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it speaks to the, the life of me before mushrooms. Oh my God. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Yeah. Sometimes I look at like the life that we had growing up as a school, right? Like all these things that happened to you, whether it's your family saying negative things about you, or for me, it was working in a place that I just was not fulfilled at and I hated going to, and I felt like part of me was dying. But like, I think all of that is necessary. Like, I, sometimes I have this idea of like inside us, we have like this beautiful emerald crystal and it grows inside of us. And as we get older, like the, the casing becomes fragile and then there's a tragic event that breaks it. And inside that crystal flows through all the secrets of change and it begins to fill our bodies. And then we begin to change as a person, right? And once we've begun to change, now we can affect change. Like this, the same way in which you said, when you look at someone you're interested in now, you look at what they do. And like, that's the same way people are going to look at you, oh, right? The way. Yeah, exactly. But in doing so, by putting that out there, you're also changing the way people see you. Now you're inviting people to look at you the way you do, the way you help people. And the same way you describe that guy that finds mushrooms, it sounds to me that like that's a lot like what your life is about. Like you're out here discovering new things. You're finding ways to help people. You're standing up for what you believe in. And like, I don't care if these people think that. I do this. You know what I mean? It's kind of similar. Yeah, because I, I've never believed in anything <laughs> before. Like, you know what? It was like, and at age 16, my boyfriend was like, I don't believe in God anymore. If you think about it, it doesn't exist. Blah, blah, blah. He was like, so I was like, oh, my God, you're right. I, I, no, I freaked out. I was like, oh, my God, what are you talking about? <laughs> but then I went along with it until I was in my 30s, you know, like uh, trying to think about psychedelics. Mm -hmm. So I was an atheist, an angry atheist. It never mm. helped me. I, I always felt kind of, I was already an outsider because I'm not Spanish mm. enough. I'm not Colombian enough. Mm. And then um, I'm weird with other girls. Like I don't, I, I'm too, I'm too uh, like, you know, I'm on this kind of on the spectrum, I guess. So I just didn't fit in anywhere. And so um, what were we talking about? <laughs> just talking I about the way we see each other and the way like it's, it's supposed <laughs> to happen. You know what I mean? Like everything's kind of a test, you know? And damn I mean, it. I had a point. I just lost it because I was like, I just offended somebody. I know I just offended no. somebody. We started anyway, anyway, about, about God and how you were an angry yeah, atheist like, for a while. Yes, nothing, none of that really helped me mm -hmm. get through anything. And especially when my when it came time for my dad's death, it was it mm. was so hard. It was like he can't just not exist anymore. Like yeah. And so it, it hurt so much. And I just I was like, no, but my friends are atheists. The cool mm. way is to be. <laughs> You know, I have a subscription to Skeptic Magazine. I, I am an atheist. So I was, so yeah, so it really hurt me. But all, but now when I look back at it, oh God, can I just say this before we go? Yeah. How much time? Just real quick. It's a trip thing. It's a not trip thing. I'm sorry. I'm starting to panic. Do we, should we go? Am no, I talking I, too long? You are beautiful. It's <laughs> a great conversation. Yeah. I don't know how long I've been talking. Okay. I think we were about an hour in, but I got as much time as you want to talk. Okay. Yeah, it okay. went fast, right? Like I told you, it goes like that. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. 
So my family never like cared for drugs and because they're mm-hmm. Colombian, they're like marijuana, okay? you know, so I couldn't <laughs> even talk about that really for a while when I was even a nurse at the cannabis clinic. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, my dad, what my dad died in 2014 and I did mushrooms in 2020. When I had my first trip, they told me in a journal when I was journaling, they said, remember this? Oh my God. Okay. So what they were reminding me of is when my father had to have lung surgery, he came out and they had to intubate him and he was freaking out because he couldn't speak, talk. He was freaking out with the tube Mm -hmm. coming out of his mouth, right? right? So he asked for a pen and paper. And what he wrote was Q-I-M-O, question mark. And I knew that he was asking if they ended up putting a chemo port in his, if they Mm. surgically finally did it, because that meant that he could, he was going to get chemo and not just die in a month. Mm -hmm. So, um, because he, he, so, is that a cat? That's my cat over there. <laughs> a man with two brains. <laughs> Get that cat out of here when he's doing surgery. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, buddy. That, when we're not talking about mushrooms, I'm going to just be talking about movies. <laughs> I was raised by right. television. Right. <laughs> and HBO. So anyway, uh, I forgot what we were talking about. Your dad, um, Chemo, is going to get the port yes. in his arm. So I was like, yeah. So then I tripped you know, so many years later and, um, they were like, remember Q I M O. And I was like, yeah. And then they wrote squiggly. It gets really squiggly when they, mm-hmm. so they said, dad died and, uh, dad died and came alive again. Tube came out, lost life. So no worries. Dad visited. Hmm. But nobody in my family is gonna get chills by that. But I did because that after that surgery, he freaking became a painter. He was a car salesman and a mm. whatever salesman for my whole life. Never touched a freaking painting paintbrush, <laughs> but he painted after that surgery, and 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 kept painting for the last year of his life. So it was like he was a really 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 bad guy, but maybe not that bad because universe was like, we'll give you a year. Of like painting and just chilling out. Oh man! And I, I loved him that year. It was the best yeah. year. It was the best year. It was so I, I can recap everything. You know, I'm so happy. And then, and I know he visits me. So anyway, yeah. that's <laughs> um, so beautiful. That's such a beautiful thing to get to experience. And isn't it interesting that you got to experience it? None of the other people in your family. Like it just shows I know, how no open. one understands that by the right. way, uh, 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 non psychedelic people, if you die before you die, you never die. You never die. <laughs> and, like he, he was totally okay that year knowing that he was going to, he's like, Oh, we have to go get chemo now. Okay. Or we have to get this vitamin check. So he didn't get really too into it, but we all did. And we were like, oh. right. And I, I wasn't composed. I was 32. Mm-hmm. I was, I wasn't composed yet with like, like my feelings. So I was always crying and holding him, but <laughs> so, but at least he knew I loved him on the way out. Yeah. Um, even though I learned to hate him afterwards <laughs> and then I, it was like a roller coaster. Yeah. Like, oh my God. <laughs> he made me horrible. <laughs> yeah. So, but, um, he just thought he gave me anxiety. 
Right. Right. <laughs> he's like, I'm so sorry that I gave this stupid disease to my daughters. And he was talking about depression. Mm -hmm. And it's true. It does travel. But I'm like, <laughs> you gave me a lot more than depression. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Like, I'm, all my shadow work is getting, is, is, I'm going through it pretty well. Because, right. no, can you imagine being 41 at your mom's house trying to restart your life? I can. My, that's what my mom did. My parents got divorced when when well, I was every, probably ten or twelve, and so well, she was well, rough though. But I mean, I can't. Before, I can't imagine it from my point of view. I mean, not at all. But I just. Oh, well, you're I, and also you're a boy. I'm a man. Moms yeah, yeah, yeah. love their boys, so. <laughs> true. It's very yeah, true. This is hard. This is so hard. But right. we're getting through it, and I'm proud of that because people want to be like, I'm never gonna talk to her again. She let. You know, she let this and happen. She let that happen, and I'm like, I, I know, but what's the point? Like, if we both know we're both right, and we have these dances, and we feel this way, it's because it's coming from pain. Why would I not want to talk to her for the rest of my life because she's also in pain, even though it's misguided or misunderstood? Yeah, like pain is resolved by love and healing. So I might as well tell her. Like I'll even say. No, mom, you just made that up, but I love you anyway. Like, that's what I'll say. <laughs> there's no more excuses to let things just, like, roll. Like, if, if people behave in a way that are that's inflicting pain on you, mm -hmm. then you have to be like, no, I have, please don't. <laughs> you just put words in my mouth. <laughs> you know what? I, like, sometimes, sometimes we always think that it's us that end up in a spot, but... Like maybe your mom needs you. Maybe you don't even understand why you're at home right now. Maybe your mom needs you to be there. Yeah, I know. But look at it from this angle. Like maybe the unit, maybe like maybe your mom needs you more than anything in the world right now. And that's why you're there. Okay. And you may not okay. understand it, but it was, it was. It made sense last summer. Right. Oh my God, when I moved in. Because okay. um, yeah, it made sense because um all of a sudden when I moved in. My grandmother struck ill and she had to get surgery, but mm -hmm. she's 93. So I was like, wait a minute, can we talk about surgery? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm a nurse and I kind of want to know what. So my grandmother's like, I want to do this. So I was like, I have to accept this. I'm like, I love you. You've always been, a, you know, I said my goodbyes and I let everyone just be. And she came out of it and she was like, I'm healing after like four or five months later. We're like, holy cow. I was like, yeah, okay. I proved me wrong. But then towards, she did get, she started to fall um, a little more weaker and weaker. And it was like, she, I love that she like was able to get through a surgery though. Yeah. At that age. I just like, I, I'm vindicated. That's, it was very vindicating for me. But anyway, so, um, so she, um, she 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 passed on in in late last year and so i was like that's why i'm here i'm gonna help my mom get through this yeah it just got really twisted and bizarre after that the, the hurricanes came like just everything just kept getting weirder and weirder yeah. and I was, so shadow work like oh it just got really thick like i just had to do a lot of shadow work i mean new year's eve was the worst you know how there's so many articles it's like is there a bad trip? Do bad trips exist? Is that real? <laughs> <sighs> I'm going to tell you okay. to not do trip. Do not do I, 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 the trip word. I don't know if I should say it or not because everybody's like, like 
there's so many rules now about what's the right thing to say. So I'm so nervous. But if you have an experience, just don't do it when people are having fireworks mm. going off at night. Oh my God. It was the worst night of my life. <sighs> Patches was, I was like, oh yeah, you know, the end of the year, it's the last day of the year. It's going to yeah. be awesome. <laughs> right. I, I was like, oh, it's a war. Oh my God. <laughs> And then I ended up in the kitchen in the corner of the cabinets on the floor crying, begging for the sounds to stop. And then that I just really got I channeled in and then they were like, you need you need to stop letting people um, they were like, you exist for people. You simply exist for people to use you. Stop mm. letting people use you. I was like, <laughs> I couldn't mm. believe from all that, I got yeah. that horrible message. And then I was like, oh, I found out my my boyfriend had cheated on me like for five years, the whole time we were together. Four years, the four years we were together. Mm -hmm. So I was like, wow, the universe, the universe, mm. <laughs> the universe. So I had to get through that. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I had to get through, but I did. Right. And he, you know, hurt himself recently. My mom, he's, anyway maintenance issues okay fine call whoever you need to so my mom did whatever and then i found out he injured himself and i was like oh no i feel bad and i realized oh i don't hate him i don't i want i want peace for everybody so then i was like through my mom's text i was like did you do these things for me right. and that was it nice because i i don't want um that's energy so if you yeah have, if you have, if, if you like all my exes, I don't hate them anymore. I don't, I, they're all so sweet now. When I think about them, I'm like, oh my God, they were doing, this is, I experienced this with this person and that. And so when you are a, like when you come from like crazy toxicity, uh, a lot of the psychiatric disorders say people will look in their his look back in their history by the people they were with or the associations mm. of, well, oh, that was when I had this baby or that was when. Um, when I was going out with this guy. So I was doing that a lot. And I I split up my history with who I was like, that was when I was with blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And I don't do that anymore. Now I'm doing it by the decades right. of like what I was doing. Right. So That's a great you start realizing, point. Yeah. You start realizing you're like, I have my identity back. I don't <laughs> like yeah. I was having, you were get, I was getting an identity through all my boyfriends. Right. So you don't, women, but see, People will go their whole life and, and die and never have this – like, they'll never realize. They'll just have, like, eight marriages or whatever. <laughs> like, it's like, don't yeah. keep getting married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you bring up such an amazing point, like, this idea of identity. And this is why people are afraid. Like, it's really hard to just decide – I'm not my job. I'm not my relationship. I'm not this other thing because it's easy to do those things. Hey, I'm yeah. this guy. I'm this girl. It's it's real easy. It's really difficult to redefine yourself and then become that, that change out in the world. I know. That's why it's so amazing. With, not with just lovers. I did it with okay. uh, my jobs because of the yeah, nursing. Of course. I, yeah. my, I, I couldn't find anything to wear because I have just scrubs. <laughs> um, And then I, so I stopped scrubbing i stopped being a nurse and then i just stayed home so and i don't i haven't gone shopping prior even prior to the pandemic mm -hmm. i haven't been to the movies since 2013 like 
<laughs> I'm not normal. I wasn't normal before my shirt. <laughs> What's that? Oh, it's a mic. <laughs> I can't hear you. I still can't hear you. It says that your mic is muted. There you go. Okay, how about now? A little better? Good, good, good. Yeah. That came right underneath. Is that Carmen the San Diego in the, in the, on the map? <laughs> no, well, it's just um, we got like this giant wallpaper, and then it's like a white oh, yeah. rose. So my daughter that. can go and draw stuff. Yeah, it's super awesome. I want the chalkboard cool wall. Yeah. yeah walls. I want to do that. But yeah. I live at my mom's. <laughs> What's all right? Get a globe or something. Like maps are awesome. Like I have what? I I I have several boyfriends that gave me Alice's in the past for birthdays because I love geography for some reason. Yeah. So. Well think about it. When I think about maps, like I think about like you have geography and this particular map, like if you get close to it, and even if you have a globe, you look at all like the supply chains. Like there's all these little black lines that go all over the globe, and they're like their routes and which can the see ships that take. If you trip hard enough, like you I can... know. And you know what? Okay, I think I it's the that. same thing with neural networks. I think it's the same thing with neural pathways. Yes. Like if you look at some of the 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 neural imaging that comes out, it looks like a globe in a weird sort of way. There's all these lines going everywhere. As above, so below, right? I yes. And this little night, like they really. They're like, you want to see something? And I was like, okay. And so everything went shut dark and I saw space. I saw Ooh. galaxies and, and stars and yeah. nebulas. And I was like, I I was I, I was like, wait, am I floating in this lanai in space? That's what it felt like. So as soon as I as soon as I looked away, I'm like, oh my God. Like you can't you like because people think um it's like you're drunk with alcohol it's not like you can right. still if the phone rings you're like hello like you're mm -hmm. a little out of it but you're you right. know what to do you can function but but not drive never drive no never you should drive. definitely definitely not <laughs> but yeah you can go to the bathroom and um right but but so yeah um so when when I, you come to that's that's when i journal because mm -hmm. people are like Smart. you know they try to remember everything and then and it's horrible. You can't remember. Some it's so it's clear, like, it's and then like it's so gone. Yeah, it's like dreaming. And then when you try to talk about it, it's like talking about a dream and boring people about it. There's no words. The words language I know, fails until they do it. Until they do it, and they're like, "I've seen fairies too, and I've seen yeah. gnomes." And you're like, "It's just amazing." I told you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. It. I, I recent I recently read this article, and I I don't like. I'm just paraphrasing it here. And in this article, they were talking about in the pineal gland, there's rods and cones the same way you have rods and cones in your eyes. And the speculation was that that's how you're seeing these mental images is that like the pineal gland has the same sort of, you know, ability to see things. I don't know if that's true. I'm going to research it more, but it kind of makes sense, right? I should have brought my journals out here. Yeah. But I was given a message. They were like, time is a spinner. It's not flat like on paper like mm. uh what do you mean by spinner what does that mean <laughs> now i'm starting to sound crazy no it's totally no, like, awesome um, like our cochlea ear the like the like a conch not a conch shell is not okay i see what you're saying though um, like a a spiral a spiral right, like a yo-yo right. i'm not a yo-yo okay. <laughs> no i say like the like the double helix a slinky like a, yeah, even better. yeah 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 i said yo-yo not slinky i haven't <laughs> anyway so um it's like that. So 
if at any point you think you're at one point in time, you're not because Mm. you could be at another end of the spiral, which is a loop. Mm. Uh, That's what I was told. And um, I was like, wow. Okay. So just don't worry about time. (laughs) That's the message. Stop worrying about time because it doesn't exist. There's no gravity outside the spitting earth, no gravity at all. You're being forced to be stuck on this earth. If you don't mm-hmm. like the term, if you don't want to be here, we're supposed to be here because yeah. it's spinning that fast. And yeah. so make your time the best time of it since we're supposed to be here. And so I love the message that I've gotten just real quick before we go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah take your time. Oh, uh, okay. So um, the message that I love the most is that, oh, there's so many. But um, speaking of the spinning and everything, that there's since out in space, if you will, out there, outside of Earth, there's no uh, feelings. Like mm. you can't. It's a cold place. It's not a lit up place. It's 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 a lonely place, and so everyone is trying to get to Earth because on this on this globe, you can feel those feelings, and so. Um, entities spirits what have you souls are are all just aiming to come back come back come back and that's the whole karma reincarnation thing and we've all done it we've come back so many times that we've all played every kind of role we've been criminals we've been royalty and we've had short lives and so um we if if we remember that then we can have more fun with this life that we have and i didn't know i was who i am (laughs) i didn't know this so i thought i was ugly fat stupid all those things that i let resonate from each relationship whatever Mm. but from my family i got i was took too long i needed to be quiet too loud Mm. so so i need to be haste haste so now it's like um this year it's it's like i don't have to I'm not rushing to have two jobs and I don't have to take care of somebody at home and at work. And like, I, I'm just going to bum it out for the first time in my life. And I'm like, wait, this is a midlife crisis. <laughs> this is what you do. Okay. So, yeah. um, but I didn't just bum it out. I mean, the most amazing thing happened to me in the whole <laughs> world. Like I can't even imagine I got published. Yeah. But that, that within itself, happened because because they were like if you don't write right now i was like okay i'm gonna write i'm gonna write I'm gonna start yeah a blog. yeah yeah blog. and one thing led to another yeah and and then because i was honest in a chat that i had with an amazing person i said i believe these things and he was like i believe them too and i'm like oh <laughs> <laughs> we were connected. He's like, yeah. We're all connected. I'm like, <laughs> be my friend. He's like, I've always been known. <laughs> he's, he's so wise guy. Yeah. I love him. And um, he has he has been a great guidance for me on the platform that I have spent so much time on because it started as a desperate attempt to quickly make money after quitting that job. Mm-hmm. Um. And I was like, I need to make money. Oh my God. And um, friends, like this one person was like, you don't want to go through your savings. And I was like, you're right. 
And then now I'm like, I don't have a savings. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't have kids. Like I think about children as a, as a main incentive to have all this money behind you, right? Because otherwise, like I don't know. I I would have seen if I had children, I wouldn't have done anything with my life. I would have been like, they're everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm like the crazy cat lady, not the cat lady, the lady in The Simpsons who's like, what anyone think of the children? <laughs> yeah, so I'm always like, well, since I don't have kids, because they would come first, I guess I come first. <laughs> so, yeah. and also I had to do with work. I'm like, I was, uh, the, the I would do at home, um, pediatric at home care mm -hmm. for uh children that couldn't breathe and they had to use a ventilator or they had to um eat from nutrition off of a pump so mm. they need 24-hour maintenance care and yeah. um you end up getting put onto a case for months and that's hard because you fall in love with the <laughs> child sure. and you fall in sure. love with the mom like you're like i have to help the mom because mm -hmm. she's alone and uh, so I did that for like five years. Like it was hard to think. Like when I think about that, um, mushrooms are like, you got to tell those stories. I'm yeah. like, no, that's patient care. That's quiet data, you know, HIPAA. And then they're like, you got to talk about the love that you had for your patients. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you do. I haven't written at all about that. That's, I'm like always talking about my trauma right so that when you think about love connectivity like to have a child walk that has cerebral palsy and can't but they finally work up the ability to strengthen their muscles to do it and you helped be a part of it you know <laughs> Or, or to eat without the pump nutrition or to breathe. I work so hard on, with a patient on getting him to breathe off of when he was a baby and he, he got off of the ventilator because, I mean, first it was five minutes he was off of it and then 10 minutes and then it got to like hours and then never. So those things, I can't, I'm, those are my, my nuggets of, uh, why I'm happy I lived, you know, like I, I'm like, oh, I, I had my life sucks, but at least I had those moments of connectivity. So I have so many patient moments, patient care moments that I'm like, how am I not supposed to go back to nursing? And they're like, cause you got to do it. You got to teach and guide now in another way. And I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I still talk to some of the moms of my, well, I don't really, I did up to like a couple of years ago, but it meant, it meant to me, it meant not, like I moved away from States and stuff and had to like break up, you know, like you have to like move on. You can't care for everyone forever because then you'll die. <laughs> like, yeah. It was, it was like, it was hard. So um, I keep thinking I can make fast money if I just, go get a job I, but i can't i can't do it emotionally physically um because if i see stuff domestic stuff now in the house i'm gonna i can't i'm gonna speak up whereas before yeah. i probably was like mm, well sh yeah he shouldn't be here but 
you know, like, right. like big excuses. Yeah. Just cause I had crazy moments in Hialeah, Miami, you know, or, or Missouri, like just crazy moments um, of these domestic issues that are very hard to deal with. And I, I just was with my baby, with my patient. <laughs> I just, I shielded their lives with my life. You know, it just, it got scary just a couple of times in Hialeah, just like battery things happening. And I'm like, okay, if, if he comes in here, like, <laughs> that was like, cause of domestic boyfriend, girlfriend issues. So I would call the company. I'd be like, well, just, you can remove the patient. And, you know, I'm like, how many people know that nurses go through these moments or, you know, like alone, how many seizures I've gone, I, not me, but my children, baby patients just going through seizures and I have to just document and it's just, anyway, that's how I got into CBD and THC was because I'm like, wow. ah, like I care about cannabis because it fucking works. It's sorry. It freaking works. Yeah. I don't want to see children have seizures if CBD is helping. And, and then I became a freaking cannabis nurse for three years because I left Missouri because I got a nurse nurse mm -hmm. a cannabis nurse job back home in florida um came back home I, I've, I've been trying to leave florida forever so the, there's always like attempts and then yeah. um i came back to to do to be a cannabis nurse and that was the best like realization of oh my god we are killing ourselves with pills <laughs> like that's yeah. when, that's when i started realizing okay there's we got i gotta change my whole i'm gonna stop with the ibuprofen um, cause I know, I know better. I know what's happening to our kidneys. I know when you keep my, I tell my mom, please don't take Xanax, you know, because mm. she's like, but, but it helps me sleep. So there's patients now in that age group. She's okay with me talking about that. I asked mm. if I, anyway, sorry. <laughs> um, so, um, so yeah, but a lot of people are taking Xanax in that age group because they've been taking it for so long. And I'm like, that's not right. Because now if she wants to go to bed by herself, she can't. I've mm. tried to convince her to microdose at least. Mm -hmm. So it's not, it hasn't. But I got her a gummy, a THC gummy that she was like, oh my God, I'm drunk. <laughs> so I'm trying to like yeah. see if she'll, she'll keep. But it's, 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 that's why we got to keep talking about this because it's, becoming more and more real. There's an article that came out saying how, what I always had a hunch, Silicon Valley has been doing this. Right. Everybody over there has been microdosing and just having full on trips. And yeah. they've been developing all of these stupid apps that we like so much. So <laughs> people need to let go of the fear. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No, it's beautiful. It, 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 brings, me, it brings up this idea too of like, you know, I, I think that people that are coming up on middle age have a very unique role to play right now because there is such a large demographic of baby boomers. And a lot, you know, I think I read somewhere like 10,000 baby boomers a day have been retiring for like the last 10 years. Well, if we just play that out another 10 years, you know, it could very easily be said that 10,000 baby boomers will be dying every day in the not too distant future. And when we look at the that demographics, and you have such a huge portion of people that are facing their mortality. How can the world not be filled with anxiety? And then you have on the other edge of it, you have these kids coming up that are like, 
man, why, you know, why is all the wealth trapped in this older generation? There's nothing for us. We don't have anything. So people like that are in the middle age, like we have this role of like, okay, we need to be a bridge. Like we got to help these people come to grips with the fact that they're moving on. And like we, I think psychedelics are a huge part of that to like help them with the end of life. And the same thing with the kids coming up. I am. Yeah. Gen X. I'm my brother's Gen X, but I'm a millennial. Mm. So you're an old soul though. Yeah. (laughs) I that's what Mushroom said. I'm I know they're I like you've been here. around since the dinosaurs. I'm like, if my soul's been around since the dinosaurs, how am I an eternal soul? And they're like, <laughs> we can do what we want to do for the universe. <laughs> I was like, it really got scary when I did when I said that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> hey, who okay. talking to? Yeah. So so Gen X, um, yeah. I I'm always talking looking at sociology because yeah. it's so interesting to me. Totally, psychology of of generations and how everyone feels duped and everyone feels like, hey, we didn't get this and that. Yeah. Or yeah. how each generation is like, oh my god, the new kids are just so smart, <laughs> or the new kids have it so easy. Mm-hmm. It, it's just it's but that's every like I saw this clip from a movie I don't even know where it's from, but they were like. Uh, in the 19 like i don't know late 1800s because when did the refrigerators (laughs) yeah anyway in the clip they're like what's this and he's like it's a refrigerator and they're like what's a refrigerator what and i'm and then they're trying to show like the country guy being skeptical Mm -hmm. of it Mm -hmm. and the richie rich person was like "Oh, oh i would love to have cold things and then the rich the the country guy was like yeah i don't know about that so you sell electricity (laughs) and i was like wow this is still going on with ai Mm -hmm. people are like oh yeah you guys that like it you're just be swept away while i have my wits to save me and then then you don't realize how you're already using ai yeah we're we're obsessed with it we cannot be without our phones how Mm -hmm. is this any different from ChatGPT, advancing it a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I cannot believe I'm speaking this many opinions. I need to shut up. It's beautiful. Why? <laughs> no. What kind of a conversation would it be if you shut up? Like it would just be me just, rambling. <laughs> see, I'm not anti AI when I would be such a hippie at the same time because it's gonna help with pain. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna help. It's gonna. It's gonna help heal a lot of issues that are like. You know, the life life expectancy so many years ago was like, you know, 10. So, like, we're all living until 80, 90. Yeah. <laughs> and there, we didn't have seatbelts at one time. Mm-hmm. So there's always changes happening. So I don't know why people are scared. It's fear. They have yeah. fear. <laughs> it's the fear. Always, God, my arm is so fat in this. The It's the, it's the, ugh, whatever. Yeah, it's the, it's the fear. It's the fear back again. Fear. <laughs> right? It's my fear. I'm looking like a, <laughs> a well, blimp. It's, <laughs> it's, the, it's the idea that maybe it's uncertainty because it seems that we're always afraid of the things we don't know. And sometimes yeah. we just decide that, oh, well, if this happens and this would happen, then we come to this unrealistic chain of events that will probably never happen. But in our mind, we're like, oh, I'm afraid of it. But the truth is, like if, if you do something out of fear, you're you're limiting yourself. If you just take some time to believe what is possible in yourself, your life is so much better. Yeah. And people even make decisions 
that are horrendously scary yeah. because they think they have to push themselves to prove something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, yeah. no, you don't like that. Yeah. You, can, you're, you don't, you're just trying to escape things. Mm-hmm. What is it that you're trying? Oh, your mom freaking ignored you. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just sick of this. It's always your mom and dad. Like, yeah. let's, just, let's just get through it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we need AI to help us with therapy to get through that. You know what I mean? I like, know. Just be like, what's your mom like? What's your dad like? And then they'll be like, this is what's probably wrong with you. Go here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. don't, don't date these people and date these people. Because it's it's not like, I mean, you could look at horse astrological stuff. I do. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's tra- It's like trauma. Is your trauma resolved? Because you're going to be insecure and get mad that I have friends. Like, I, I, you know, and, and, and that's another thing. I, I have that central focus for people. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're my patient, I'm going to be like, you're my king or queen, you know? So then I do that with my relationships. Mm-hmm. So the guy is so used to me being like, you're my, you're everything. And then if I deal with a friend or a patient, I'm like all about them. And so that mm-hmm. guy, if he has insecurities, causes problems. Yeah. So I just, I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. Well, and, it sounds, yeah. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> no, what are you going to say? Shut me up, shut me up, shut me up. <laughs> well, it sounds like this. Like when we talk about trauma in all of our lives, like that word is such, it's so charged with like a negative charge, but isn't, isn't all trauma that we face growth and shouldn't we be thankful for the, our abilities to grow out of the old versions of ourselves? And we just look back a little bit on your story that you shared today about growing up the way you did facing trauma, coming to realization that this relationship wasn't right. Facing the trauma, coming to school. If I don't like that, that's trauma. But like every, <laughs> if you're honest with yourself, everything you look back on was a growing experience and you've become a better form, a better person because of it. So yeah. on that level, we should be embracing and thankful oh, for the trauma. Yeah. Right? I'm a survivor. I'm a survivor. Yeah. And I've tacked on all these badges. Right. Right. <laughs> like I, I always wanted to be a girl scout because yeah. I wanted to do stuff, but my parents right. were like, we don't got time. Right. So I was like, I'd look, I think about that. I'm like, I have a badge for this. I have a badge for that. Yeah. Of like, and it's not even, it's like, I told somebody what I really feel. I, I defended myself. Yeah. Um, just stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. That's that you have extreme fear over. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it helped a lot when my dad did die nine years sure. ago, because he was the guy I was most afraid of in life. Because he could physically hurt me, and yeah. he did. Um, and a lot of people can't handle that news either. And it's like, I mean, it happens. It, 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 it's a, it's, it's the belt. You know, it was the yeah. freaking stupid belt. And um, anything would go. Anything would fly. So like, that 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 that's trauma to your body, to your skin. Yeah. And so you end up becoming like a cat in life. You're like, ah, you know, and so mm-hmm. people don't, people are like, God, why are you spazzing out so quick? You're like, I was whipped, you know, I, yeah. that, 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 that this is what happens. And so don't, don't, if people are neurotic and people do act like a cat and they are super afraid, just assume that their central nervous system was put through the ringer. Just, mm. just don't, don't judge people because they're weird. They're weird. <laughs> they're they're not 
They can't be composed in this weird environment because you can, you have, you know, you weren't, your central nervous system wasn't also just for minorities. Like, I'm sorry, I say this and people get so pissed, but it's just also because of the crowds that I've run with and you're like, okay. Um, minority children that are undergoing trauma have so much more to deal with because they're trying to decipher two languages a lot of the freaking time. Like, like in even in Indian homes, like with my Indian mm -hmm. friends, we've spoken about this. Um, and and so if you can imagine a child getting beat up at home with the belt all up along their back, but then also having to explain to people and translate for parents and family that can't speak English to the public, like say a car accident. I remember we pulled over because my dad's like, wait a minute, I can see this little boy is talking to the cop for his mom. I, we got to help them. Mm -hmm. My dad, my parents were bilingual. So my dad pulls over and I see the little kid speaking in Spanish to the cop, traumatized mm -hmm. because he has to speak for the freaking mom. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, I'm just, I'm on, I want to be the voice for that kid. Like we're yeah. always, we just bunch Hispanics and Latinos, which we all come from different freaking countries we're all bunched into the same thing and it's like well you know what's happening there's a lot of children that are being traumatized and beat up and they and they're having to learn two different languages there's a lot on their freaking shoulders and then they 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 don't have opportunities when they become adults because anyway i just yeah i i just i want the culture to be dismantled <laughs> like i want i want children to take over <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think you could argue that we have a lot of children in charge. <laughs> Those are narcissistic. If you watch, if you watch um, South Park, it apartments, yeah. just apartments, yeah. ruling, ruling the the. Well, yeah, totally. It's true. The Matrix, at least. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, Natalie. This is an incredible conversation. I'm having so much fun. I've I, never uh, done this in my life. I've never ever done this in my life. What do you think so far? I'm scared. It's awesome. <laughs> I'm scared to leave here right now because then it's reality <laughs> again. And I'm going to turn around and then people are going to be like, I saw you. Uh, yeah. I saw you online. And I'm going to be like. <laughs> you, right? They're going to be like, you were awesome online. Hey, thanks for sharing that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought I would laugh this whole time. I'm so glad I didn't. But now I'm like, I spoke. I freaking vomited the whole time. <laughs> it was Not at all. Not at all. I think that. You know, you spoke, we spoke a lot about what you wanted to get out, you know, and I, I yeah. really like the idea of, I need to pay of, you for this therapy session. Man, People probably say that that's stupid. No, <laughs> like it's therapeutic in a lot of ways. Like for me too, like for me too, like I get to sit here and talk, like, that's why I do it. Like I, I love learning from people and I yeah. can't tell you how much in common I have with people when I start listening to them. Like, Oh, that oh, happened yeah. to you. Oh, that happened to you? Oh, crap. Like, maybe, like, it's, oh, yeah. it's amazing. Pa the millions of patients, like, yeah, I can, I can always connect with them. Well, yeah. Like, anything, over anything. TV shows, we have mm -hmm. the same feelings about that. Like, like it's yeah. There's always connectivity, an ability to connect, you know, just anything. And I love, I love that. Like, people might think you're trying too hard to talk to people, mm -hmm. but I'm like, no, my eye is going to her dress. Like, it is, so yeah. you know the colors so i say oh, i love your dress right and so people thought i was 
people would say, why are you sucking up? And I'm like, You're like oh, I, just I don't know. How being to, obvious. I just, I just like to speak about yeah. beauty. <laughs> so, right. So, uh, yeah, I make people uncomfortable because I'll be like, oh, my God, I love blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, I get so excited when I see things. And then, yeah, anyway, so. No, uh, I love that. Like, <laughs> that's why people wear stuff like that. They want you to notice. And sometimes, know, right? right? And when people say things like, why are you sucking up? What they're really saying is, damn it. How come I didn't think of that? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that's why I don't have, tat I don't have one tattoo on my body at all because I don't want to have something that permanent on my body. Mm -hmm. Cause I'll be like, I don't even like moles that are stuck there. Like I just want, <laughs> I just wanted like rejuvenate, rejuvenate. Right. Um, I had a really bad uh, surgery. Mm -hmm. So I had like two years ago. Yeah. Everything happened in 2021, but I had to get a blood transfusion mm. and it was the, I was like, wait a minute. My, my numbers are what? Like I, they, she told me and I was like, I know what this means. I'm a statistic in the, right. in the book, in the textbook. It's me now. So we got my blood, they got my blood. And as it was going in me, I was like, why am I afraid of this? This is mm. just a stupid vehicle, but like, this is just mm -hmm. a meat suit. Yeah. Why am I afraid? Mm -hmm. Like we all have blood. Like, yeah. I'm not a better blood. <laughs> so it went through me and my bruises that I had disappeared. I think I'm superhuman now. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> Yeah, I, I had to save my life because I – anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's – I was just going to talk about the blood. I, I recently learned to talking to one of my friends who's from Japan that, Ooh. you know, the same way some people look at astrological signs and and can claim to know or have insight into someone's personality, in Japan they do that with the blood. Like, oh, you're B positive? Oh, my or, God. Have you heard about that? I lived there for four years. Oh, four, okay. Sorry, well, four months, four months. I did the – um. The Japanese English language awesome. teaching. Yeah. How's um, that? So, God, I, I was a, a Japanophile. So after college, I wanted I was like, oh my God, my best friend did this. I have to do it. Yeah. And I didn't I didn't do it through the government schooling. I did it through the, a private company. Oh nice. So um there was different standards and I had to work. I had to do like a lot of ridiculous things like the, the interview was in New York City and I was like, that's fine. So I got interview clothes and went downtown to New I was like, I, I grew up going to Queens, New York, my mm -hmm. all the summers in my life. So I knew New York. So I was right. like, but I'm going for an interview. So I flew from here and went there and I was I gave a, a lesson where I, I like almost performed the lesson because mm -hmm. I knew they would like to me to be as ganky as possible. Mm -hmm. <sighs> That's that's what they like. So um, I'm like, this is this and that and snowing and ice and 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 I was like being ridiculous. They loved me. They hired me. And then I was like, oh my god, I get to choose where to go. Oh my god. And so I was like, I'll be in the middle of city. I'll be a, I'll be in the suburbs basically. Mm -hmm. um, and I got there, and it just wasn't as romantic is all those stories I followed online, all these girls that had their stories and their blogs of making it in Japan. This is my hotel, my apartment, my friends. Um, I didn't, it didn't turn out that way for me. I was <laughs> in the middle of this industrialized part of Nagoya and I was such a, I was so alone. I got mm. so depressed. <laughs> I kept trying to contact the friends I made in the training week, but, but yes, the children, 
had vials of blood that would say they're O positive, whatever. I'm like, they so they would have that. They have cards that show their blood type. It's Whoa. like a, yeah, it's a trendy thing. And it is. Does it seem accurate I'll to you? The whole story yeah. to tell you that. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's perfect. When I, I, when I finally look at myself in the video, I'm like, oh my God, I was just talking that long about that. <laughs> yeah, that's because that's what the question was. <laughs> You're right. I know. It's just, <laughs> I could talk forever about Japan. I'm going through my history of junk yeah. and throwing everything away, but I cannot, I cannot get rid of my Japan things. Yeah. Why would you? That sounds it like an incredible so time. I was so happy shopping there because it was, I was a Japan, I was 24. Right. And I was just getting all the Sanrio and just all this yeah. stuff. I say Hello Kitty. There's right. more than Hello Kitty there. Like, oh, there's just so much. Anyway, <laughs> I'll go back again someday. Yeah. I'll go back there and just, they, I think they have cannabis there now, right? Yeah. So, that would be a yeah. great place for <laughs> someone to open up like a psychedelic center or a wellness center there. They and already, you already have experience, right? They already do their mushrooms there on the slot. Like, look at, look at Mario. Look at Look at Mario. Nintendo, yeah. like, after I, after I had an experience, I realized, oh, my God, the Oompa, the, the Oompa yeah. Goompa. What are they called? The Loompas? The brown guys? And yeah. the, the turtles and the, the tunnels? Oh, my God. Somebody right. was tr somebody at Nintendo was totally on mushrooms, and then they're like, "We're gonna have this. This is <laughs> gonna take over game. the whole world." We'll call it huh? Super Mario Brothers. We're gonna have a whole yeah. mushroom game. Yeah, yeah. That's a, I never thought about it like that. It's true. Best. That was one of the best <laughs> moments of my life getting that system when I was a little girl. Because my dad was happy to give it to me. Like that's mm -hmm. the thing. Like he was a, such a narcissist. He was like, "I gotta have the best things for my family. We're mm -hmm. gonna have all these cars and all these things." So he was like a salesman, like, mm -hmm. so I can't, anyway, I, I seem like I could be a good salesperson, but I, <laughs> my dad gets in the way. So <laughs> he was like, we're going to have Nintendo. And that was the best thing ever. Cause I didn't <laughs> play the most. I didn't play really right. with my sister, my older sister, cause she could conquer everything for me. Mm -hmm. So I just, I ended up understanding Twitch because of that. Like I was mm -hmm. a child just watching other people play my sister just because it's enough you you have to be a cheerleader i'm a great cheerleader i'm like J -j 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 oh <laughs> <laughs> so that's where I, there's a lot of siblings that had that role <laughs> yeah yeah uh, anyway i could i'm sorry i'm just Not i haven't been on a date in like <laughs> two years three years <laughs> a date with mushrooms a date with destiny it seems like I'm sorry I called this a date. <laughs> I didn't mean to call this a date. Yeah. What I meant is like, uh, you know, like you get to know somebody. I'm not I'm yeah. getting to know you. So I haven't done yeah. this in a long time. So yeah, it's you. awesome. I'm yeah, still here. I'm not melted away from all this heat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's, it's amazing. Like I, I really enjoy it. And I, I think that in a long form conversation like this, like no one can hide, like you get to know, know. who people are and like, it's beautiful. Right. Like I love, I love it. And the, there's so think, many Joe Rogan podcasts where I'm just like, that's not how it would go. And I'm yeah. like, Oh my God, that's exactly how it's going. I can't <laughs> shut up. Cause you're like, why did they say that? No, shut up. Don't, don't get that away. <laughs> and then you're doing it. 
Yeah. And people love you for it because they realize like that person is just like me. You know, they say yeah. this thing or they do that thing or they had this thing happen. But it's amazing. I'm, I'm so stoked for the future that we have. And I'm so stoked for the world of psychedelics. And more than that, like I'm so stoked that there's people like you out there that have a background in trauma that are willing to leverage that background to do what's right for other people. Like that to me is like the true definition of somebody who cares. I, I love it. I'm super stoked thank, for you. Th thank you. I um, I didn't mean it to sound like that. Like, oh, I gave up my nursing career because I- I don't think you did. <laughs> I don't think it sounded like that at all. I'm I doing think it's it a natural progression. The matrix, the matrix pushing me out. Like <laughs> there are many, yeah. people, a lot of my patients would love to have me as their nurse again, but yeah. legally it's like, she's talking a lot about mushrooms let's look into her and then yeah. boom, there goes my license and it's like i don't i don't want that to happen so i'm i've been put here i've i've just been in this address forever it feels like <laughs> no for, for almost two years now my god 16 months and counting i, think I grew up here i grew up yeah here, sorry. that's okay i think that's, that's why, why it like, works though like you know it it, it pushes us we're moved by words and forces that we don't understand and we're put in these positions and we think it's our fault. But after you start taking mushrooms or psychedelics or you begin a relationship mm. with a heightened state of awareness, you realize you're not even driving this thing. You're just, you're just reacting to it. And in some ways you should just be thankful for what you have right now because you, you, you don't know what's going to happen. You could win the lottery tomorrow or you could get hit by a car. Yeah. Nothing could happen. But the fact that you're in a tough spot right now, and I got news for everybody. I got good news and bad news is the bad news is I'm sorry you're in a tough spot. The good news is if you're not in a tough spot now, you're going to be in a tough spot. Like it happens to all of us and it's an upgrade. Yeah. It's growth. It's moving forward. And it's something yeah. that you may not understand at the time, but you can begin to understand as you work through it, right? That's right. Yeah. I always ask people, how are you coping in life right now? Because good that's question. a better assessment on what's really going on with them because everyone's mm -hmm. going through stress. Yeah. It's how they're managing that stress. Are yeah. they biting everyone's head off? Are they drinking a lot of alcohol? Are they mm -hmm. having a lot of sex? Are they eating a lot of food? Like, it's just like, that's the kind of, it's like, okay, uh, if you, if you want to cope through that better and you want help, I can, I can guide you to meditation. That's yeah. as a nurse, you're supposed to start <laughs> with treatments as non-invasive first yeah. yeah so working working out diet right yeah um and you want to avoid surgery at all costs so like for mm. me when it comes to psychedelics it's like have you tried meditating first mm -hmm. have you tried journaling first mm -hmm. did you go to a therapist and then it's like okay if you're gonna do this and i'm not pushing it or advocating it uh <laughs> then then they go through with the psychedelic but it's yeah. like you can um, you can still get to those heights with meditation and breath work, but if you're impatient like me, has a lot of trauma, <laughs> you might just need the mushroom. Yeah. <laughs> or the um, jumpstart this I, thing. I, I, I've had acid. I've had acid. And um, mm. okay, this is my take on it, right? Okay, let's hear. Okay, so like, so this is so this is mush like when you're on a a mushroom trip, mm -hmm. it's like this, mm -hmm. and then with acid, Waves. It's like acids, it's like. <laughs> you're like wait ah uh, wait i'm back in reality i did not like that oh 
Okay, it's so, long too. Like I said, it's like a long time. I, I hope you got I eight up, or ten hours. I woke up. I was still trim. I'm still yeah. tripping. I was like, oh, I, no, because when you wake up from mushrooms, you're like exhausted, and you're like, I went through the battle. Yeah. I, I'm amazing warrior. But after acid, you're like, you're still. I took patches for a walk, and the tree trunks, the tree trunks in the ground, you know, pe- mm-hmm. creeping out of the ground were alligators <laughs> so that was surreal because i thought it was normal i thought it was completely sober mm-hmm. and then i saw that very crisp crisp i'm like that's not mushrooms <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you don't get that with mushrooms yeah exactly mushrooms exactly. Is, it's like here's your window and that's it and like mm-hmm. anything can take you right out your mom yeah. pissing you off can take you out mm-hmm. so i begged i was like I'm going to have an experience. Da, 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 da. And then one time, the, the last time I did it, she, she, she took me out because um, she just wanted to have an attitude. And I was like, damn it, there it is. Mm-hmm. And so I just started drawing, let it go. But I haven't had a big trip or anything since, since the nightmare on new year's Eve mm. last, last year. So, and then I've only tripped like twice this year. Mm. So you don't like, so last year was the yeah. dedicated, the dedicated craziness of, of doing them extensive a little bit yeah uh like probably tw- two big doses a month yeah um so but that stopped in december and um and i've just been healing without yeah. them really yeah not even microdosing. i'm just eating and living <laughs> I'm like, yeah i'm like i can get through this but also because i'm i i just i just don't want to i don't need to yeah. I can I meditate all the time. Um and yes, I do have THC, but it doesn't it's not going to you know, getting high is not what people used to think it is. It's just like for me, I I my my back doesn't hurt and then I can mm-hmm. <laughs> So yeah. um but yeah, so just THC and attitude and being outside for 2 years almost. I mean, I I sleep in my room, but I'm out here all yeah. time so yeah. i haven't gotten knock on wood but i haven't gotten sick since before since 2019 i haven't been out here since 2019 but like <laughs> <laughs> i can't believe i made it through covid i never got covid yeah. but i'm such a hermit like it's not fair to you know i'm I'm such i'm a hermit for florida when mm-hmm. i was in missouri i was not a hermit so if i leave home i will be out and about yeah i won't, I won't be online as much yeah <laughs> but maybe i don't know maybe i should be online <laughs> who knows know. who knows where you'll be you know you could be both you could be outside yeah, and online offline <laughs> this, yep. is, the, 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 this is not my normal hair i'm usually just jet black i just have jet black hair but last summer when i was going through it i was like i'm gonna do purple and so i bleached <laughs> my hair and then it was purple and then when it was coming out i was like wow i've never seen me with blonde hair Mm. I think I'll do it again. And then <laughs> this time she did caramel. And I'm like, I don't know if I like caramel. I'm just gonna let this grow out. But otherwise, I don't do maintenance. Like right. I don't do this stuff. I just I'm not I'm not a normal um effeminate female. I'm a masculine female. And so it's hard for me to like I'm not bisexual. I could be. So much is changing. <laughs> I I mean, seriously, I'm like right. I like I, I, I'm like, whoa, my God, look at her, you know, like, just, women are just, like the fairies. 
when I was, yeah. that was when I crossed over. I was like, I understand why women are so, I understand. And it was this light post that I was staring at mm -hmm. and it was naked fairies. Mm. Their breasts and their, everything was perfect. And they were yeah. just flying, flying around. And I was, I was, I could understand what falling in love with a woman's body was like, what, what, mm. what it meant in that, in that state of mind. But after that, I was like, same. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm still, I, I'm still attracted to in a straight way, but I'm more, I just think everyone's female. Yeah. Well, we got both female. energies, I think, you know, and it's, yeah. it's really hard to not be attracted to a, a, a perform, a, a form of perfection, you know, and oh, yeah. whether it's, whether it's male or female or whether it's a dog or whether it's a the architecture of a building like when we see a form that has just all the right angles on it or has all the right symmetry we're like wow that's beautiful yeah but you know? don't you think the whole world's obsessed with women we are yeah we are we yeah. are like that's what i mean it's what sells but it's because it's what motivates us i mean they're yeah. always telling little boys from the start you got to have the car if mm -hmm. you don't have looks, if you don't have, you got to get, so yeah. everything's geared for the girl. Because it's then, life. Like, right. A woman is the only being on this planet that can give life. You know, so I know we're, <laughs> we are everything. Yeah. I, I feel, I understand that now. I, I was well, back when I was an atheist and I was like mm -hmm. bitter and negative about everything. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't think like this, but I, yeah, women are, yeah, it's true. And we're and you know, when you look at it from that angle, all of a sudden you realize that like we're all connected. Like we're all everything, you know, and if we could just find a way to harmonize a little bit more, and I think we are, and I think mushrooms and psychedelics are a big part of it, but if we can get to a sort of equilibrium where we don't live in such scarcity. We're not bothered yeah. by, I don't have enough money. I don't have a nice car. I don't, I don't have enough. You know, we can get away well, from that kind of stuff. Because people are listening and watching. Yeah. Ugh. Like All if day I long. go in there, if I go in there, the air is is MSNBC or Univision or Telemundo, mm -hmm. which, which means um, the devastations of South America in a list form. Uh, the mm -hmm. devastations everywhere that I can't do anything about. Yeah, so I'm gonna sit and fester in negative, rotten anger and sadness. Yeah, learned helplessness. And I just can't do anything about the news. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, why are we watching this, mom? Yeah. She's like, but it's so. Look at those people. I'm like, we can't do anything yeah. about it. So yeah. people, I flipped. People think I'm insensitive, but I'm like, I want to be in control of my environment. If I can't, yeah. if I can't control the 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 emotions of thousands and millions of people like they're controlling me the media is yes we, we talked about the submarine for a million years but i'm sitting here looking at that the, the boat overturned with all those lives like i can't even children just people and, and no one's talking about it yeah so if you're going to tell me that i'm insensitive because you're not i'm not choking i'm not choking on all of your information that is purposely trying to make me want to kill myself yeah well then i'm sorry i'm going to just focus on my freaking community in front of my face i'm yeah. in a neighborhood and then beyond that i'm in a city yeah. oh my god there's stuff going on here there's shootings yeah. and killings and 
tons of people who have weird like sinkholes like <laughs> not a lot right. but I was, I'm like right. oh my god it's gonna happen today <laughs> there's so many sinkholes in Florida yeah yeah it's amazing <laughs> too it's a, that's a weird fear that I have that I'm like what if God just decides we're we're done and the floor just opens up because that's what's happened here like around the corner there's a house where the floor just opened up and just swallowed somebody I'm like I just have to go. I yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's Florida though. There's so much bad energy here. <laughs> Coke fiend uh, ghosts all over the place from the 80s. <laughs> right, right. Miami Vice down there. It's so bad there. The Coke is really bad there. So it's like, I mean, because you can see it on the like it's, people just throw it on in downtown. So it's like. Ugh. We built this city on cocaine. That's that's yeah. that song for Miami. Yeah. Although Miami Vice exists. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. I'm uh, awesome. this is God. I've got to stop. It's perfect. Talking. It's perfect. I never heard myself this long. It's it's amazing, right? Like it's a great conversation. It's entertaining and I'm it's original. Like, I'm just I can hear people going, Oh my god, this girl. <laughs> I can hear that. Oh my god. <laughs> they're probably like oh my god i'm gonna listen even more it's so much better than telemundo or the news <laughs> I, right i had to watch sabido gigante every saturday night in my background of my life and gosh that was so bad chauvinistic and exploitation it was like sure. their own, they had the gong show time like the that the era portion of the show mm -hmm. and it was just devastating as a child to watch these people just get mocked and made fun of <laughs> by yeah. this like man in a sombrero it was so weird so anyway that stuff's over with that doesn't happen in saturday on saturday night on spanish tv anymore but the novellas it's mm. rampant novellas of like just life is all life is about is romance yeah that's all it is and if there's not there's gotta be drama there's gotta be yeah. fights there's got to be cheating or mm -hmm. a, or killing. And it's like, why, why is this? Oh, you know what it is? It's not, it's not novellas anymore. It's these, um, so the Spanish channels have taken on to uh, reality TV. Reality TV. And they have something like Big Brother. Mm -hmm. And so that is what my grandmother watched to her last days was this show. And, and I swear, I think she waited until it ended and then. Because it's like, okay. Oh my God. Yes. I, that's, I, I, you know, I'm not making fun of her life, but it's like, it's, you know, she didn't, I'm doing this now because she didn't think she could, which yeah. is like, do what you want and be happy. Right. But right. so, so what they could, all they could do is just watch drama because yeah. that's all they know is the drama in their life from the, the things they ignored of their men doing. Whole other yeah. family, whole freaking other family my grandfather had. That I learned about when I was older. Everybody knows. Anyway, so 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 I'm yeah. like, that's stupid. That's so stupid that she would just be going on with this information and not leave him. And you're like, why didn't my dad leave? My mom leave my dad. And so you're so that's anyway. Point is, yeah, um, that's a great question. Yeah, that's that's all the shadow work I've gone through. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's because you've done that, that you're not in that situation. You know what I mean? Like, and that's, yes. I don't think people give themselves enough credit. Like that's so freaking hard to do. Like it is. for generations couldn't face it. And now I all of a no sudden you're going to face it. 
Like my family's my sister because like everybody yeah. knows me. But I doubt that. I have a lot. I've had a lot. Of, I have a lot of cousins, and you know, we all don't like each other because we're so defensive over our parents being hurt mm. by the other parents. It's like, mm. it's like, yeah. I'm done fighting. I'm done being mad at other people because my dad was wounded by his his ego yeah. was wounded by his. Yeah. I have aunts and uncles that hate me. Mm. I'm like, you're a child. Yeah. Just, it's like, stop it. This is yeah. psychology yeah. beyond belief that they all need so much help. But yeah, I'm like, my mom's gonna talk to therapy, and after that, consider. She's like, after therapy, I'll consider mushrooms. I'm like. Yeah, that's a good close out if you want to close me out. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't want to close you out, but really? I got. Yeah, I mean, I got. I got my my family's gonna be back in a little bit from school, so. But I um. How, how old are your kids? My daughter is nine, and my my son Ocean died when he was he was a baby. But my daughter's nine, and my uh, she comes back. She's going to summer school, so she's usually back around like eleven thirty or so, and then. Nine years some, old. That's yeah. That's it. That's it. You had up until I eight. Know. I know. Up until eight. They're she's the changing. best. She's I changing. love, I know. She's this is where she starts going from daddy to dad. Mm. Has mm. it happened yet? Has it happened? Um, in my mind, like I don't think like I don't want to believe it'll ever happen. Uh, no, it never, <laughs> no, because at, at 22, she's gonna need you and she's like, Daddy. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's gonna cry. It'll come right back. Oh yeah. Yeah. You got you got a caretaker for life. You got someone who's always gonna watch your diet for you for life. Mm. <laughs> I I love children. I love the yeah. bonds with children and parents, and I always support it. I mean, I was with married men, like, sorry, men who were married, <laughs> and they had kids and stuff. Right. I would be like, okay, well, what do your kids want? Like mm. I always like yeah. maybe I would start and then I was always afraid their kids wouldn't like me and the kids always mm. liked me. Yeah. And because I was just I love hanging out with kids. So um when I would uh be with them, I'm like, why didn't you bully them? I didn't bully my kid. I'm like, when mm. you made fun of them and you said blah blah blah, yeah, that's derogatory. Like, and so I I have these different I'm in the I'm in the kids' defense. Yeah. Whether my my relationship lasts or not, I'm here for the kids. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so so guys that had relationships with kids or had children um, prior relationships were happy that I liked kids, but then they were really insecure dudes. So <laughs> yeah, I'm like you're not you're not you're not being a good dad here. Right. <laughs> That right. causes, yeah. So I'm like, I gotta go. I gotta make my own family. But I haven't been able to make my own family, so it's just whatever. There's well, so many a new chapter things, starting. Yeah. yeah, new chapter. I'm I'm part two. Natalie 2.0. Yeah, like it's the new, it's the death and rebirth thing. Like I, you know, I, yeah. I think I, I think a lot of us are in the same situation where we have worked our way to this point. Some of us are 30s, some of us are 40s, some of us might even be in our 50s or or older or younger, but. I think everybody gets to a point where they had enough and then they start anew. And I think it's a beautiful thing. It's not easy. It's the same risk of dying in the birth canal as we die in this transition of midlife. But yeah. I think if we believe in ourselves and we surround ourselves with like-minded people, I think we come out of this thing stronger with more knowledge and we become the person we're supposed to be. I've never been accepted like this though. Well, welcome. Welcome. <laughs> It's the, it's the psych, psychedelic community so. that finally 
it wasn't my culture it wasn't yeah. my school friends whatever it wasn't japan i, I could never find my my group yeah. but when been calling you yeah they came to me and yeah. um i love everybody yeah and, and i love every, there's so many people on linkedin yep. that i if i saw them right today i would cry so happy mm -hmm. like i'm seeing my family member like i when i meet guy i'm gonna cry because I, <laughs> yeah, I know we've shared lives together before he's oh oh can you hear me yeah i can hear you <laughs> I lost the. I lost you. I touched <laughs> Apple Music and then it just started. Damn thing. You're like, oh no. <laughs> it's probably a good thing that I quit because um, the universe was probably telling me to shut up. Well, <laughs> I, I think <laughs> all these little hair, the little hairs that I try <laughs> to hide are starting to come out. <laughs> Classic. All right, Natalie, I'm, I'll let you go. I'm super thankful. This is way. This is a really incredible time. And I love talking to you. And this is a, a, a lot of fun. I think we learned a lot. And, this is a um, lot of footage, a lot of time spent that I'm going to look back at and rethink and be obsessively critical over. There's a lot. I can't, it's not just I can't wait to hear about what you think about it after your next trip. Because I know you're going to trip and be like, oh, my God, I said this. I did that. Right? But I think you're also going to be like, oh, my God, I'm so stoked I said that. Yeah, that was such a good point. Oh, my God, I can't believe I said that's so cool. I think you'd be saying stuff like that. No, I'm, I'm going to be like, <laughs> hold the world that mm -hmm. I love my family. I hope yes. uh, they know that I love them and that I'm rooting for them to get through the weirdness of their lives that I know that they experienced because I did. And now I'm just happy with it. <laughs> and I don't have to control everyone around me to do it. Yeah, that's a great way to do. I'm, I love your family too. I'm so stoked that they created you because I think you're doing a lot of good in the world. I think my you're dad, a lot of my dad is a lot in like I have a lot of my dad. So awesome, the good parts, right? And the, the parts you're working through. Like. Not the not the Sopranos part. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when I get mad, yeah, yeah. But I don't get yeah. mad like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I keep things too silly. So before I let you go, Natalie, where can people find you? Is it your LinkedIn? Are you? I know you have your own website. Is that up and running? Where, where can people find you? <laughs> well, I try to like, if you go to my website, it's like, I can do this for you. I can facilitate, but people okay. haven't really contacted me. So I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to market myself. I don't, it's so fake for me to like, people can do that. People can right. be like, Hey guys, this is the Natalie channel. And what we're going to talk about. <laughs> not me <laughs> me i'm like i'm like okay i feel like this today and so i can't market myself because i can't lie i can't i can't lie i feel like i'm lying if i'm like hey guys you want to come to my pay yeah i can't i can't so i'm like i can't do sales if if i need if i want people to come talk to me, if i want for people to find me to come talk to me i will have to go get a, another freaking degree mm -hmm. <laughs> three i don't know how to do things authentically i don't like to beg for people's money or attention it just it's not me my dad yeah. was a salesman and killed me my dad mm. nearly killed me so he could be in sales i hate anything that has to do with sales it's a nervous ptsd thing so i'm never gonna make money i'll always be poor it's fine i'm fine <laughs> uh people can get a hold of me right now on stupid instagram and talk to me if they want and i'm writing for <laughs> I'm writing for psychedelic support, not personal blogs or anything. It's it's a breakdown of research that I find online 
of psychedelics, important health matters. And I'm right. like, wait a minute, why is this happening? Why does that happen? And then I, I formulate it and they have been that, that, that was, that was what I was going to say. It was like when it cut, got cut off and I was telling you how much, how in love I am with guy. So yeah, this, this whole moment has led up to uh, psychedelic support changing my life for, forever. I could die tomorrow, but I wrote, at least I wrote for psychedelic support. <laughs> That's yeah. how it feels because right. I only could do, she's, I don't know, she's, I'm, if I could be a woman, you know, like, I, I can't explain it. Like I, I didn't have the best um, female, you know, role models. Mm -hmm. So when I, when I find a strong woman that I am so in awe of, um, you just, you can't get enough. And then, and then, and then they email you, they email you and you're like, Oh my God. <laughs> so I've never like, I've never been had these emotions because I've always been so afraid of like right. finding love. And now I'm like giddy and, and nervous and crazy for getting emails from work yeah. and, 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 and just, I cry to like guy, you know, like someone I'm not romantic with because he's gay and I'm, I'm, I don't know where I'm at. I'm, I'm very straight right now, but <laughs> I want to be cool, but I'm not that cool yet. <laughs> I'm still afraid of girls. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, so that's the thing. A platonic relationship where I could just so tremendously love somebody and not fear anything that I have to reciprocate, give them things. That's all a part of the narcissist toxicity. Mm -hmm. So this, people can really recover with mushrooms. So I really want this for everybody. Thank you yeah. so much, George. Are you kidding me? I'm, thank George, you. you're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you're well, that amazing feels good. Thank you. You're so patient. You're a great father. Holy <laughs> cow. Very good father. Because you just you just gave me all this parental attention I've never gotten. <laughs> Paternal attention. <laughs> so thank you. Absolutely. I, it's kind words like that that make me want to continue to do what I'm doing and uh I'm thankful to you. I'm thankful for our conversations. And I, I'm thankful that we can put something out that other people can learn from. You know, and I think that's such a beautiful part of yeah. relationships. It's so much like, better. Don't bunch Hispanic people into things anymore. We're going right. through a lot. <laughs> and there's like a lot of us are so smart and we can't tell people because we don't have a platform or no one's yeah. going to listen to it. Like the little girl, the Mexican girl who's like, She's 12 and she's the smartest person in the world. <laughs> I, sh I should know her name by heart. I'm not the smartest person in the world, though. But she needs to be more famous. But it's mm. but she's Latin, so nobody freaking cares. It's like, whatever. I'm so tired of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just joke about it. <laughs> right, right. Because well, no one's going to talk about it on Rogan. No one's going to go on Joe Rogan and be like, you know, Latin kids have to get beat up and learn two languages. <laughs> But it's not, they want to talk about ice baths. Fine, fine. <laughs> I could be, I could be a real comedian about real life stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You probably crush it. Because comedians, they might think they're talking about real life stuff, but it's so, it's not a, like how many Latin comedians are there? Like George Lopez, uh, see? <laughs> I can't think of the other guys I've seen. Yeah. So anyway, maybe I should be a comedian. Is that what this is? Oh maybe. God. Maybe. Yeah. I can't. I can't do anything without laughing or making making a joke out of something. So 
It's a good way to go through life. It's a good way to see the world. Yeah, right? It is. Okay, I'm going to let you go, George. Please just hang up before. (laughs) All right, Natalie. Hang on one second. I'm going to talk to you afterwards, but I'm going to hang up with the audience right here. Super thankful. My God. Oh, my God. Aloha, everybody. Thank you for hanging out with us today. That's all we got. (laughs) Aloha, everyone. Thanks for taking a moment to hang out with me in the True Life Podcast. I truly appreciate it. If you're taking some time to listen to this, whether it's your first podcast with me or you've been with me the whole way, I truly want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Additionally, I would like to try to inspire everyone. The world is a crazy place. And if you listen to your heart and you take some chances, I really think the world will unfold in front of you in ways you can't imagine. I've been doing the podcast for about five years Last year, I decided to take the plunge. Well, circumstances dictated that I took the plunge, and I did. I've begun working on the podcast full-time for almost a year now, and it's been so rewarding to me that I just want to try and inspire other people. If you have a dream, if you have a vision, follow the voice in your heart. Listen to the song on the wind and embrace the challenge. I think you're strong enough, you're smart enough, and you're good enough to make your dreams come true. But you have to believe in them. And I truly believe wholeheartedly that if you take a chance, a real chance on what is possible, then your dreams will unfold in front of you. Uncertainty can be a monster. It can be something that we run away from. But much like fear, if you stand in front of it, it's not that big of a problem. I know everyone listening to this has a dream and a vision and I hope you all conquer it and I want you to know it's possible. Take baby steps and move towards it and you will get closer to it. Your relationships will be better, your life will be better and you know what? You deserve it. You're an amazing person. If you get a moment, go down to the show notes. If you can, support the show. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's get to it.